Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Mejimuth live stream, episode number 194. Coming into this world to celebrate the season, the 22nd of December, 2018. I'm your first host, Alex Garthon Marsh, with me, as always. So I hope for the continued future, who knows Aww. what the next season will bring. Brent, wow. Heathen Dog, ooh, tension. Are you planning something? I thought you were. <laughs> I thought you had a spinoff planned. A spinoff, yes, yes. That's right. The, the Heathen Dog was going international, baby. <laughs> It's the All Heathen Dog Show. All Heathen Dog. All Heathen Dog all the all time. time. Yo, it's like, follows the plot. Heathen Dog's moving out to the big city to be on his own. <laughs> Stars in his eyes. <laughs> As team yeah, wait, wait, wait. If I remember that song correctly, I become a cokehead and lose all my friends, don't talk to my family, and I'm on the, I'm on the edge of dying a horrible death. That's only, that, that's, right. start, that's only if the ratings start to flag. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. All right. Fair. All right. Uh, it's good to see everyone tonight. Thank you for being here on this eve of the eve of Christmas Eve. The eve of the eve of the eve. I think it is. There's a term for that. Not I don't Christmas. Know what it is. <laughs> it's called not, not Christmas at all yet. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Christmas but is it, a season. There you go. It's the Christmas season, and this is our last show before Christmas, so this is the Christmas special. That's Except right. It's not Christmas special. It's That's just right. Christmas Eve. That's right. Yeah. The dog. The dog ate my hat. I, had a, I, I have a say. hat. I have a hat. It doesn't fit over the headphones. Oh. All right, but what we're going to be talking about today on Heathen Dogs, Heathen Dogma, anime on the stream, Last Hope Part Two, and mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Git. Git. Uh, GT Grand Tour. Oh, I thought it was Grand Turismo. Nope, just Grand Tour. So they go around signing autographs. No, they go around the whole universe. It's a big place. Yeah. Only only takes about 60 episodes, though. So oh, good. Mean? So I guess there's 10 episodes of setting up the plot, and then they get into the first fight, and then it's 50 episodes of people yelling and slowly moving through space, and then there's the large flashes. It's not not quite that bad, but oh. it's not it's not good. That's, that's, <laughs> I can never get into Dragon Ball. I, I find it kind of interesting, you know, when I watch it. But to me, it always seems like I haven't seen all the series, so don't you know. I understand. Go I understand. ahead and judge me. I don't care. But basically, what everything, every, everything I've seen seems like, oh no, it, the incredibly powerful guy has gone across the universe. Oh, all of his friends are being beaten up. Whatever shall we do? We all will wait. We will fight. Oh, oh, we're all losing. We're all losing. Oh look, our buddy has showed back up. Oh look, he's going to spend three hours going ah, and then we win. Huzzah! Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that in my. All right, that, to me that's every Dragon Ball series I've ever seen. Which is not to okay. say I haven't enjoyed watching them. I'm not saying I hate it, but it's always like, why is this so popular? It's, you know, it's. Well, then again, Friends was popular too. So, actually, I should say, well, Big Bang Theory is popular too. So yeah. Yeah. The only thing good about Friends was Chandler. <laughs> you were the only person I think alive who said that, except for the guy who played Chandler, because that was his paycheck. Yeah. Well, recent, actually, actually, I don't think he escaped. liked it either because he doesn't remember two seasons. He was high the whole time. That is true. Yeah. But he liked the money he got. That's true. He liked the money. Yeah, he it was, was good money. He was fun. All right. In Garthon's comic poll, we're going to talk about Captain America number six. If it was number six, hey, someone changed one of these numbers to be funny. 
and Spider Gwen number five. You changed that, didn't oh, you, the dog? The number of the beast. You did that. Oh, I Lord, think. help us. Help us now. Oh, no, on this Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. Oh. And in the RNG news, that likely isn't real, we hope. Yes. Intriguing. Intriguing. I could have gone to number one this this week, but yes, I did. You could go with the number one every week. We we've already established we've that. Established this is it. Possible. Thank you, modern yeah. comic book numbering, for no yep. apparent reason. Just because you have new writers, no reason to new number one. Just because you have new publishers, not a reason for a new number one. Just because you said, "Hey guys, I got a great new direction to take the character. What if we made Spider Woman terrible?" Is not a reason for a new number one. It's no. a reason to get a new writing team. It's, yeah, it's a reason to not do that. that I, that's the only reason I could explain what happened to Spider-Woman. It's the only reason. Like, the writing team went, huh, you got an interesting character who currently is very popular. Uh, she spent years kind of on the back burner, but then she was in the Avengers for a while, and her her stakes are really rising, and we're seeing other media. What we need to do is give her own series. Good idea. And let's make it terrible. I like where you're going with this. <laughs> We're going to change everything about the character, including her costume, background, origins, friends, and give her a baby. People love babies. Oh, yeah. Single mom. That's will love it. That's gold. That's gold. Run with gold. that. Let's gold. call Stan. See what he says. Excelsior. You free Stan Lee. Please leave a message. He said Excelsior. <laughs> We're doing it. Too soon, man. Too soon. This is when he was alive. I'm not saying, hey, let's go and knock on Stan Lee's tombstone and say, hey, Stan, what you think about this? And, Except you know, that you just said it. Well, I didn't say it. Well, that's what I was saying. That's what I didn't say. Let's move on. I haven't yet. Digging holes. From Stanley's death, which we'll talk about as well. All right. And we're moving on. Special thank you to all of our current top subscribers. We appreciate it. Our December Twitch subscribers. Thank you so much, everyone. Look at that. Look at that. There's a lot of you. Lot of we appreciate you all, Legionnaires. Thank you so much. And remember, subscribers are eligible for subscriber-only giveaways, which are yeah. quite saucy oh this next one in january it's uh you're gonna see it in it's a later be slide truly epic it's bananas and then uh special thanks to our top donators through streamlabs baldahar thank you so much through twitch zon tracks make case on ah cheers are good let us know how you think our december patrons brian hicks sheriffs and video games baldahar g run sheriffs thank you so much for all your donations we really really truly appreciate it yes we do you know, coming giveaways. Uh, we have a subscriber giveaway, like we were just talking about, it coming mm -hmm. up in January. Every five sub entries, 5, 10, 15, blah, 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 guarantees one of four $25 Amazon gift cards. In theory, you could actually win all of them. Yes, yes, because I will be choosing from the same list. So if five people come in, I do one. Ten people come in, I do two from the same list of ten people. Three from the same list of 15. And the last one, if there's 20 subscribers entering the giveaway, I will choose four people from the same list, not excluding past winners. Yeah. So the same person could in this increasingly theoretical. <laughs> it is possible. It is possible. Win all four. I mean, heathen dog was there during a game of earth Dawn when I rolled a D 20 seven times in a row and got twenties. So, yes. and, and uh, I think you were there when, uh, when I rolled a D10 four or five times rolled a 10 and uh, Maxley out threw the D10 across the room and it rolled an eight. That is true. Yes. Not a 10, but it was an eight. I won. I, I all but killed that, uh, that unkillable creature. It was yep. great. It was pretty good. Mine of course was with Garthon because strange well, things happened when he was around. No, dumb things happen. Oh, you love Garthon. You miss that. Garthon. He was the best. That little work. You loved it. He killed the whole party once and, yeah, yeah, I did. And then it was a dream or something. <laughs> and then it became a dream because Max yeah. wouldn't let it happen. No, because you did it too smart. 
Hey, just because I, I became suddenly evil didn't mean I became suddenly dumb. Yeah, fair. <laughs> what was best about that, honestly, is I appreciate the role-playing everyone on the table. Not just going, I don't believe him! But them going, you jerk! What is it, Garthon? Oh, I should go over there in the dark with you alone? Okay, what are you going to show me? Oh, yeah. How'd you get me over there? I don't, I don't, I would never have followed you into a dark place. I hated you. Someone says they need a review of She-Ra. No. So. Okay, Banhammer. Banhammer. Where, where is he? <laughs> Son of a. It just, oh, yeah, up there. I don't know who did it. It just, oh, yeah, up there. I can't do anything about it. Damn um, it. <laughs> I guess that was because someone gave us money. Thanks, Valdahar. <laughs> I think I got you. So worth it. I got you because I had, uh, I'd killed someone else. I went, quick, I need you to help them. Look! And you went, oh, oh my gosh, look at that. And as you bent over to help them, I clubbed you in the back of the head. That's entirely possible. Yep. I was very frail. If you got me from behind, you'd win. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Yeah, I was actually more frail than you, an 80-year-old 80, 80 orc. Which was impressive. Well, Garland was, was lived his, till 40. His thing was he was not frail. That was his whole thing. Well, he was frail because he was twice beyond the life expectancy of an orc, but he was strong for a person his strength was eight his constitution or toughness ever was just through the roof oh it was great yeah it's yeah. absolutely bizarre okay uh so uh previously we have uh, but 10 follower entries will activate one of four steam games that's just followers that's not, that's not subscribers yeah so that's, that's anyone who's watching anyone who's right. watching and previously we've given away rpg books video games them swag gift cards mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff hard drives we give we do that for you our subscribers yes, every month so follow, spread the word, follow subscribers, join us in January for our giveaways. Or, you know, don't. If you don't spread the word, then the giveaways don't happen. And then you're like, oh, man, I was trying to raise my chances. Well, you canceled your chances, my friend. Sorry. And also, in 2020, Gen Con is happening. That is uh, just the barely over a year there. now. Yes. Time is ticking away. We'll be there. Ticket registration starts January 2020. Activity sign-up is in May, and the event is in August. We know it's early. Start planning now. Hey, with your favorite Legion of Myth buddies. Vacations always cost more than you think. Save now. That's true. Save, save your ducats now. That's true. Do not be one of those people who tries to live in their car, and by the fourth day, you smell like Satan's own asshole. Do not do that. Yes, I used a bad word. Because that's what you would smell like. That's what I'm you'd tired smell of it, you stupid gamers. Hygiene is not a disease. It stops yes. diseases. Learn that. You are going to meet a lot of stereotypes there. All right? Now, per percentage-wise, they're, they're much lower than the general gaming population. But you're going to meet them there. Don't hit them. Don't trip them. Don't stab them. Just, just you know, point. Let people laugh, laugh a little bit to yourself or to your friends and then move on. It's not time. Uh, percentage wise, they're all nerds. Pre actually, percentage wise at Gen Con, they're not all nerds. There is actually a small population of unwilling spouses. Yes. Unwilling spouses and children who don't know any better. Right. They're also there as well. And then yes. you've got, you know, your uh, news reporters who will walk around very confused. Yeah, buy a shower. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> that is a great idea. We could sell showers. We could sell showers. Oh, porta shower. That's what I'm thinking. We get one of those, like, campers that actually that they use for, like, Red Cross emergencies yeah. with showers yeah. in it. Yes, with the, with the decon shower. Yeah, you just pull it up to where the uh, all the oh. food trucks are. Oh, yes. And here's the thing. You could buy a shower or buy a shower for someone else. 
There you go. That's right. And then we say the money goes to charity. Yeah, charity. Oh, no, a portion goes to charity. A portion. A portion, a portion. goes to, say, the Red Cross or some nonsense. I like it. I like and it. And then we, we have to give a portion to the Red Cross. That's fine. That's what we do. They get their That's 10%. Fine. And then. 100% is going to happen. And then. Boom. Shower time. Clean some nerds up. My God. We're genius. We're, we're going to be freaking rich. Absolutely. Ah, <laughs> uh, but the unwilling spouse are some of my favorites. He trolled along through the long hallways, looks like after the aspiration on their face as they're asking, "You spent how much for that miniature?" Uh, I just love it. Why is that figure so expensive? Duncan says, "What happened to this tree?" <laughs> <laughs> it's a money-making extravaganza, Duncan. You want in? You want in? <laughs> the, le- up. the legion is full of ideas. Exactly. Sometimes good ones. Follow subscribers every month. Gen Con coming up. Be a part of it. The shower truck may or may not happen. <laughs> I'm guessing we won't be able to get the permits. And also, there's know. the fact that the smelly Sorry. bastards probably won't take a shower anyway. That that's why that's why you're a genius for the whole buy someone else a shower. That, see, that would work. And then we tell them there's like meat in there or whatever they're after. Look, look there's a there's a there's a super rare Yu-Gi-Oh card in there. Come on. Something like that. You just have to shower first, and then then we'll just give it to you. No, see, the plan is you actually laminate it and tape it to the wall. Oh. We make sure it's high enough they can't reach it, and that way, you know, they're already in there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We'll have to give a lot of mint-flavored candies as well. All right. Join the Legion Discord. Tweet us. Watch us on YouTube. Watch us live on Twitch. That's the most fun. Duncan wants in. He'll the shower unit. He needs a hose, bellows, and two stout men for the Tibetan Highlands. <laughs> I need uh, yar. I need a stout crew and a tall masted ship. We're we're building a casino. Give me a minute. Of course, your support keeps us going, which obviously with this brilliance you want to keep this going. Uh, through Patreon, Streamlabs, getting our gear. Man, you always look cool. Look at me. I look cool. Trust me. Without this shirt, I look less. You? How did you lose it? I don't know where it is. I thought it was just buried in my rotation, but I looked through everywhere and well, it's nowhere. Well, when you're drunk at the club, the shirt says, take your shirt off and spin it around your head. Don't. Or at least don't let go. Yeah. You know. This is the kind of advice that's always helpful before the fact. Yeah. Remember, Max Leo, YouTube streams. Didn't he streams on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Or Max Leo's YouTube stream. I'm just saying, I don't, that's constructed of me. So, or maybe it's color-coded. Max Leo streams YouTube. No, that doesn't make any sense no, either. He's not that creative. Anyway, Max Leo streams on YouTube. The first sentence is good. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 12 noon Central, 1900 Central European time. Ah, opinionated commentary. It is not a safe zone. Hide no, your sensitive not. feelings. He yes. made me go on there once, and I had to say the pee-pee. It was, uh, it was a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> and and if you want to hear him badmouth us then uh, go up on monday the first thing he does is badmouth us on the saturday which before, is so. entertaining i won't lie mm. i won't lie it's fun it's entertaining it hurts me deeply and i cry about it it's, it's offensive it's why yeah. i drink but it's still entertaining so other guest hosts have been heathen dog leandra sheriff sheriff's popped in when i was there Oh, yeah. uh, upcoming yeah. into ta- talking about tabletops, Gerald Tolkien, how he's a racist, sexiness in games, more, yo, yeah. 
Anytime I play one, there's lots of sections in the game. Mm. Duncan says, welcome to my world when you play SSF. <laughs> That's true. We don't, we don't swear except for that one no, time. No, we don't swear, but we start judging everything about it. He's like, those are my yeah. babies. And, we're like, and we're like, this plot point is lame. Who came up with this? <laughs> the grass is sticking up through the concrete. Jesus. This is the kind of plot Sherry Lewis would write for Lamb Chop. You know, so. <laughs> last time Heathen Dog broke. Well, that's because there was too much Jigoro. Yeah. You know, when you put when you put Heathen Dog Kryptonite in there, you have to expect that. Mm. Uh, if you want to get involved, let us know. Join him. He likes it. He's a cantankerous coot. Algarian streams on Twitch as well. Well, yes, he does. that's all not, the time. That's right. All the time. Every day. Every mm. day. Take Pick a time. He's probably there. Unless Actually, today and tomorrow he won't be. That's right. But he'll be back Monday morning. He'll be back Monday. Really? Is he streaming on Christmas even? I believe so, yes. Wow, that man is hardcore. So check it out. Algarian, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Try the Avatar in the morning. Wait, who's Algarian? Ha, ha, ha. Very funny. What else? <laughs> Algarian is uh, the Legion Myth official sidekick. You can get your own <laughs> special Algarian plushies at, this LOM, at the LOM store. It's the gift shop on the way out. <laughs> you can rub his beard for good luck. <laughs> his his current current Unabomber, but but rapidly approaching ZZ Top beard. Oh, uh, Baldar says that Doug in Idaho needs to have more Heathen Dog breaking. You just sneak some more things. In. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> because Baldar lives to see Heathen Dog cry. It's like Chekhov. You can wait for him to scream. Baldar waits for Heathen Dog to cry. Oh, he had a ball on Friday. <laughs> hear, hearing me break. Just, just break on, on this, on this, uh, on these quotes from this person. Oh my God! So, also for his special Shroud of the Avatar links, you check out rpo.com, roleplayers the Avatar, and also sodahelp.org, the premier help site for Shroud of the Avatar help. Yep. And now the disclaimer: the opinions expressed in this episode are solely the opinions of the individual host or commentator, and are not representative of the entire Legion of Myth organization. While we make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere, there may be the occasionally so foul or even offensive language. Thank you for your understanding and continued viewership. Yeah. That worked out really well. I it like did work out really well. Ah, mm -hmm. uh, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to present unto you the beast which cannot be killed. Yay! Though he walks through the valley of terrible anime, no dragon pilot shall he fear, for he See? has the power of the Legion with him. It is! He the dog's anime on the stream. I said you don't fear it. I said you have power. I don't. I'm, I'm a little afraid. You have the sword, though. <laughs> I'm a little afraid. All right. Hello, everyone. Thank you very much for joining me. The heart musical duet should be great. Oh, wow. Uh, we, got, we have two anime today, and uh, one of them is bad. Because Max Liao says, I should do more bad anime. And I said, why do no. you say that? I have to watch them. That, that, that's why he says it. Because he doesn't have to watch them. He doesn't have to watch them. Unlike everyone else on this stream, when I say something's bad, they go, oh, you're lying. I'm going to watch it and then blame me. Well, at least they only watch one episode. Oh, yeah. Huh. That's fair. All right. First anime, right out of the gate, I'm going to tell you. Hey, I read right. a whole lot of Secret Empire. Just so yeah, you know. He, just he just saying. He, he really, really fell on lots of swords for Secret Empire. Little pieces of me died the whole experience. Yes. Alright. First, Last Hope Part 2. I did Part 1, I believe, in episode number 182. It was a while ago. 
Yeah, one eighty two, and they, they came out with uh, they finally finished up part two just uh, just recently, so I can do it now. Just to uh, just to talk to you a little bit about part one. Uh, part one was uh, the world was drastically changed. There was a, a quantum energy extractor they call a quantum reactor. They can extract energy from the multiverse, and they said, "Oh, this is a great idea because we're running out of fossil fuels and energy crisis and all that stuff, and we're in trouble." So, hey, like, that's right. pretty sweet. Yeah, let's turn it on. And then bad things happen. Uh, multiversal energy flooded the earth and every life form on the planet, every single one from microbe to tree to dog to whatever mutated. That's not good. They, no, no. And they started rapid evolution, except for humans. Oh, that's unfair. So humans quickly became the lower rung on, on the uh, food chain. Every day, it seemed like they they knock off a rung, and so this is the aftermath. People trying to survive the new world. All right, all right. So let's talk about the details. Directed by Shoji Kawamori. All right, and Hidekatsu, I guess Sato. Hidekatsu. Uh, written by sure. Toshi Toshizio Toshiozo Toshizo. Yes, thank you. Uh, written by Akihiro Manabe. And Mashahiro Takuda. Studio is State Light. Is that like, Sati oh. Light? Nope, State Light. I'm going to say it like that. It's, it's Shut up. I'm just saying. Licensed by Netflix and original network. Just like everything in, in Japan, it goes through, I think, every network in the world, every network in the country it goes through because there's always a long list of stuff. The original one was uh, April 4th, 2018 to September 26, 2018. For All a total right. of 26 episodes, and you can watch it on netflix now let's get to the main character this is more of a recap and then and then because i'm assuming you watch part one because i have to talk about things that happened in part one even though i'm trying not to spoil part two so if you haven't watched part one this is your fault i watched your review of part one so i'm up to date sure all right uh leon lao uh he's the second in charge of the quantum reactor project the the uh, guy in charge uh, dr lu he died when he turned it on. The only one left alive in the room was Leon Liu, so he got blamed. Sweet. And he was banished from the city. And living living outside the protection of a city quickly became dangerous as the animals rapidly evolved. I'm talking like millions of years of evolution in months. Well, should the animals have evolved like systems of writing and language in that time? No, no. All they did was uh, they, they didn't learn anything. They just, just, just that, turned into crazy, evil tooth machines. Uh, not, not evil. Not evil. Not evil. They're, crazy, they're devouring tooth machines. Animal intelligence. But when, when, when I say when, when when I say evolved, I mean uh, they they merged with machinery with with metal and and any machinery that was nearby was like uh quantum fluxed into their body and they were still alive they're ba- they're basically cybernetic organisms now like that so, girl on superman 3 that always freaks little, me out man. a little bit yes a little bit i i will go with that yes i will go with that so this is making evolutionary biologists me cry yeah i know that's well, why i had to give this, a hard time duncan this isn't exactly normal evolutionary biology i mean uh when, when the world is flooded with multi-dimensional energy and if you think you know it what? sounds more like mutation than evolution I, I no, hang on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into the quantum mechanic part of it, and uh, and D- Duncan can can poo poo all over it then. All right. So while he was in exile, Leon Lau 
was working on a quantum hyperdrive. This will allow humans to uh, to kind of like temporarily bridge the gap that that it was be- has been created between themselves and all other life on the planet. All right. All right. Not not a permanent change to a human, a temporary change, so they can properly fight the increasing threat of every other life form on the planet. Fair enough. There you go. And if you watch Gundam Zero, it's basically like a zero system. All right. Where uh, when you activate it, you just get so much better at combat, like super super better at combat. Now. Uh, he tested it on himself because he was in exile. Had no one else test it on except for his little sister. He wasn't going to do that. So there was this, there was this huge bribe. <laughs> what else? Which, yes, would allow him to control his hair. It's like his teacher hair has hair going on at once. This this is a, apparently a style. It's a thing now. I don't I don't know. About you know, it. in the dark future, when you're fighting for your life against super evolved uh, evil, this is what happens. This that's just your hair. This is what you do. That's that's just it. It's, this is it. Okay, and a bribe is a. Oh, it's uh, the, 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 the biological revolutionary of accelerated intelligence. Sure. I don't, that's exactly what, that that's the direct translation. That's, kids in this dark future with their wacky hairstyles and their hip hop and music. Kids, kids these days, that's right. Okay, now uh, he, he defeats this huge bride that that uh, defeated a whole squadron of, of normal of normal mechs, right? He just goes in there and kills it single-handedly. And so he's invited back to the city with his sister. I would think to, so to to start a team of and and to and to mass not mass produce but replicate his quantum hyperdrive technology and this is where we get into the team now we're in part two all right team all right. pandora all right this is the special attack slash special defense team with quantum hyperdrive modules starting from the top we have leon lao he's the inventor he's not a great fighter but he uh he has the the mental fortitude and creativity to use to intuitively use a quantum drive to its fullest potential so he becomes more effective in combat much faster then we have queenie yo who is the number two girl she's a mercenary she's a traveling mercenary but she she stopped by the, the city to you know give her to you know apply her trade and she decided she liked it here and she and she was like oh well uh the people here were like well you can stay and get paid a whole lot of money, but you have to be a guinea pig in this Team Pandora thing. She's like, mm, how much money now? And they said the money, like, so. So she she part of Team Pandora. Oh, throughout the season, she gets to be friends and family with all of her teammates. So don't worry about it. It's fine. And then we have Doug Horvath, who is a sniper by trade. And when he was in the military years and years ago, he was really good at it. He killed all kinds of folk. Folk he didn't think deserved it, but the government thought they deserved it. So he got a little jaded and left, became a mercenary, and again came to came to the city and decided, hey, I'm going to apply my trade. Hey, I'm going to give you the same offer I gave her. How much money now? There you go. I'm in. Okay. So they all get their own hyperdrive module on their on their mechs. Okay. All three start to have side effects. Okay. From continued usage of the quantum hyperdrive at first after directly after using the hyperdrive they each have a specific physical side effect that's the first thing that comes up leon lao uh he gets extremely hungry just generally hungry he's got to eat like ten thousand calories uh okay. queenie yo she gets she gets hungry but specifically only for sweets all right 
and yeah, Doug that, that's Horvath, what happens to me. That that's that's what happens when you use quantum hyperdrive. Yeah, that that's the reason. Yeah. That's the reason. Yeah. Doug Horvat, after he uses the hyperdrive, he needs physical affection. I'm not talking sex. I'm talking physical affection. Like a cat. A cat, or lots of hugs, or cuddles, or whatever. He needs it. I just murdered all the aliens. I need cuddles. Exactly. Exactly right. Now. As it goes on, they lose that side effect, but they start to be uh, quantum entangled with their mechs, even when they're out of them, mm. and the hyperdrive is off. Mm. The, if, if they become in a, in a heightened emotional state, it will activate their mech, activate the quantum hyperdrive, and then they'll, they'll start seeing through its eyes, even though they're not they're not in it. Hmm. Yeah, so that's, that starts getting bad. Yeah, I would but think so. Being, yeah, being less human has advantages because then then they get to stage three and we we uh play our clip and after the clips played uh for those of you who don't understand quantum mechanics i will give you a really i don't understand either don't don't, don't be dumb sorry that, that, that was dumb heathen dog uh for those of you who don't understand this level of quantum mechanics the very slight layer top layer then i'll explain it go ahead video ah fire ah Got to get it working. Wait, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong clip. That's the only clip I have. Nope. Yes. I that yeah. was the clip I downloaded. Okay. What do you mean that's the wrong clip? That's that's Lost Hope right there. Yep. It yep. is. It's a clip. Yep. Oh, it's true. It is true, but it, it was that was for part 1. That's from part 1. Yep. Man, why you got to do this to me? Uh Last Hope clip 1 that's in the drive right now is correct. I just played it. Uh that was true it would have happened all right all right do 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 ever since back in my day we kept dolphins oh my gosh oh there's a pagoda oh look there's a skeleton hand okay in a box ah cells are dividing and stuff in the box it's rated oh there's a person by the hand i know i know i know Achieved, I'm going to explain all of this. Don't worry. He achieved Quantoli on a real level. The other one achieved entanglement. Quantum teleportation. See? You can't escape anymore. You and the hyperdrive. <gasps> it's in our chest! Yes, if you look at their chest, the, 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 the quantum hyperdrive that is actually attached to their mechs they're at a level of, of entanglement with their mechs right now that the quantum hyperdrive actually exists in two places at once. Hmm. Oh, like the SDF-1. Did they exist in two places at once? Uh, oh, after they easy. folded Space Folder for the first time, the engine ended up in orbit around Mars, uh, but there was a glowing energy left. Right, where the engine used to be, and they used that to, to create the, the, point, the defense point defense system. barrier. Uh-huh. Right. All right. OG nerds. Okay, here. now... Uh, uh, quantum tunneling, quantum entanglement. Right, the <laughs> says the clips got entangled. Yes, they did. Now, the, the idea of quantum tunneling is that uh, something, like, say, an electron, if is come but against something that it cannot, it cannot pass through, say, some, some gallium amalgam or something. It cannot, physically cannot pass through it. Once in a while, that an electron will disappear from one side and appear at the other. That's quantum tunneling. That it actually happens in real life. Electrons and Zener diodes 
they tried to explain it to me in electronics and I went bull crap. That sounds like magic. You're out of your mind, but that's quantum tunneling. Quantum entanglement is uh, quantum entanglement as, as it goes to teleportation, it gets a little weird, but quantum entanglement is uh, you, uh, you connect one mass or particle or whatever in one place and it starts to it starts to interact with another uh, mass or particle in another place and the two become basically as one and you you kind of exist in two places for a second and then i suppose with your mind you can then travel instantaneously to the other place that has been prepared for you through entanglement well, you That's just have to realize idea. that is part of a fourth dimensional construct where it actually can seem to exist in two places simultaneously. The third dimension, who really is only existing in one place, fourth dimensionally, but third dimensionally can't tell the difference. Right. And that is the correspondence sphere in Magic, uh, yeah. the, the Awakening. Okay. Now, uh, the sleeper has awakened. Exactly. Now, now what, 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 the, what the quantum hyperdrive does, it allows you to access the entire multiverse. And in the multiverse, in the infinite possibilities that, that are happening right now, there right now. is one that, that you teleported across the room Ooh. because it is technically possible. Uh, by, by the mathematics of it, you could stand in front of a wall and teleport beyond that wall, except it would take as much time well, it would take more time than the universe has left to exist. But there is a small chance it could happen right now. And in one dimensional reality, it did. You are channeling that one to make it happen here in your reality. Same for the quantum entanglement. That's what they did. Spore drive. Uh, spore drive technically is a sub-dimension, I guess. Wait, that, wait, that I'm, coming, I'm, coming, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Why, why are you gone? I teleported across the room. It was weird. Oh, well, there All you right. go. We'll do it. All right. I'm coming. I'm coming. All right. I'm back. That was strangely coincidental. I'm awesome. back. Go ahead. Okay. So that's what they're talking about. Now, it, it, the whole quantum entanglement thing, they didn't really explain the teleportation part very well, but whatever. Anyway, let's, uh, let's, let's move on. To, uh, to the next. Now, uh, this is an, another main character. This is the uh, the, the uh, Long city leader. This I'm, is the I'm mayor. I'm very fond of this character. You're very fond of this character because she has she has amazing attributes. I, I, now, she has a keen insight on politics. She does. Uh, her family and her, her ancestors have guarded the area for hundreds of years because in this area is called the chaos. The chaos is yin and yang together. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, the physical in this universe manifest manifestation of change that that's why in on our planet there is life that is constantly evolving now it's it's uh until the quantum reactor was activated it had a very 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 slight effect on the world but slight enough to where uh, several dominant species came and went came and went came and went all the time it's also the reason that civilizations come and go they rise and fall uh, as, as as quickly as they as they do because chaos is more and more present as uh, as as the human race which is a brand new animal uh, uh can access uh quantum quantum realm with their subconscious now she's one of the few people that knows that the, in the center of the quantum reactor is a small physical fragment of the chaos that her family's been guarding so really she's also partly at fault for the for the world getting screwed but she's not telling anyone because she's not dumb she won't lose her job right that's 
stupid. Now she is reserved and cold because this is this is a post-apocalyptic humanity. The, your leader has to make tough decisions, but to the individual, she's very kind-hearted. You know, she she will give of her own bread, but she's not going to to help refugees if it will make her people suffer. You just got to die outside. Sorry. Fair enough. Sorry. Now let's talk about the bad guy. Now uh, the problem with with part one was the bad guy was a stupid Bond villain. Yeah. Really bad Bond villain, Mr. Gold. Even the name. Come on, Mr. Gold. Now, Zeke isn't much better. But what he is better at is better at being a bad guy. Good job, Zeke. Exactly. He is the quantum amalgam of several versions of Dr. Wu. Dr. Wu was the inventor and and builder of the the quantum reactor. I think this anime is offending Duncan on many levels. He's just very bothered by it. Okay. Uh, the, uh, when, when Dr. Wu turned it on, he turned it on in several realities at the same time. And when he did all of those Dr. Wu's merged together. You mean like in, as their minds became one and they shared one body or as in like horrible, like multi-eyed, multi-headed tooth thing that soon died. The, the former, as you can see, this is what he looks like now. Oh, that's him. Yeah, that's him. Oh. So he believes humanity also needs to evolve. Now, the reason that the the, the evolution wave, you know, the the the, uh, the quantum uh, multidimensional wave that circled the Earth, did not affect humans, his theory is that because humans are the only animals on the planet with a high enough intellect and a deep enough subconscious to where they had too many. Each individual person has too many possibilities. An animal, if you know, if you know very little about about an animal how the basic uh, the basic kind of animal works like a dog or a wolf or a giraffe you know generally what a what a giraffe you know reacts to every individual giraffe has very little deviation from that instinct Fair but enough. a person each individual person has so much deviation from the general person that the the wave could not uh, navigate all of those possibilities so they couldn't be rapidly evolved. That, that's the explanation he gives. All right, makes sense. Does it, does it hold water? I'll I'll let Duncan type it type in on a, an emote uh, saying you know banging my head. Or hey, whatever. It, I don't know. it makes sense in Crazy Town. Yeah, there you go. Makes sense in Crazy Town. Now, to accomplish this, the the whole uh, uh, the Briar going to overrun humanity. We need to have humanity be able to evolve. To accomplish this, he wants to manifest fully the idea of chaos into the physical world. He thinks this is going to be a great thing. This, this will push, this will push the, the, uh, the multidimensionality wave to a point where even something as complex as humans can be rapidly changed. And what, uh, what the, what the city leader, uh, Cecil Sue and, and her sister who is in the, in the chaos temple know that no, this is not what happened all life on the planet will be wiped clean and they will have to start over. They know this happened. That's what they were taught because that's what happened when it first got here, you know, billions of years ago. So they're fighting this plan because they think it's a super bad plan. So that's, that's part two, basically in a nutshell. That's so not like a super I, bad plan. Yeah. It's a super bad plan. All right. So what I think of it, three stars, right. I'll tell you what, it has an interesting premise. Now, I don't think that having a quantum mechanics principle and any quantum mechanics principles as, as your premise in an anime is sound or safe, 
because you're never going to explain it for actual scientists well enough ever it's never going to happen you just you're going to lose everybody else and that won't make any money all right so the premise is interesting but not tenable i guess uh, the action was good, ju just like just like in the first one. The action was good. Uh, they had had clean lines, no body morphing, no no fast motion. It was great, and it had a higher class of bad guy than than part two. Zeke was an actual bad guy. Like he he planned three steps ahead. He wasn't overly emotional. He he wasn't prone to fits of anger. The last season's bad guy was should have been a lieutenant of the real first season bad guy. And a bad one but that's not how it worked they fixed it in part two that's great now the ending the last episode had a completely different tone than the whole rest of this of this of the series whole rest uh the part one and all but the last episode of part two the feeling and tone was a young adult anime that had violence that had death but didn't show bloodshed or gore the, right. the language the language was salty but not but not super bad so like I said young adult that's fine the last episode was all care bears and love and 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 peace through goodwill and and even the music changed to like teletubbies or some nonsense it was it was just I I was watching it like what happened I actually you know rewound 40 50 seconds I'm like oh there's the demarcation where someone else took over that's when someone else took over and it just went, had a completely different tone. The whole thing changed for the last 30 minutes, 25 or 30 minutes of the thing. Very jarring. Didn't like it. Transformers. They kind of explained it with the quantum entanglement thing. Now I still don't like it. It's still not a good premise. If you have, if you have a vehicle, that's a car or an, an, a giant ATV and, and you put a quantum entanglement drive on it and suddenly you can transform into a, into a robot when it wasn't built to transform a robot you better explain that a little more they never did they never did quantum magic whatever yeah you always say that whenever i bring something up exactly and that's why my last one quantum mechanics makes my head hurt i don't like it it's not real science i don't care what you say things that happen only at such a small level you can't prove they happen guess what didn't happen. Sorry, buddy. See you later. All right. So three stars. Uh, and, and it happens to have the exact same star rating as part one because uh, they had a bad, bad guy in part one, but they had the horrible ending in part two. It kind of evened out. Well, that's nice. Everything else, everything else evened out. You hate uh, temporal, you hate mechanics. temporal mechanics. Yes, I do hate temporal mechanics. Let, uh, I just, uh, if, if I were a Star Trek captain, I just would say, no, I don't care. There's a temporal prime. I don't know. No, no, there isn't. Nope. I'll, I'll do what's best for my crew in the future. You wonder why I fly a freighter and not a Star I'll tell you why. <laughs> I never have to reverse the polarity of anything. Yes, it's true. <laughs> I, ne I, I never have to, to, to contemplate what will happen if I accidentally go forward or backward in time. Ask me how many causality loops I've been stuck in. The answer is zero. <laughs> Feeling right. good. That's right. Now we will go to the bad anime. Dragon Ball GT. How could that be bad? There's robots and they're flying. 
Yeah, it's a bad character. All these characters that are viewed here are poorly written. Is that island flying or floating? They're they're all flying. What about the island next to them? The island is actually in the water. That doesn't make no. It can't be. It's water. That that doesn't mesh with all the water. It's on a different planet. Grand Tour, remember Grand Tour? All GT right, Grand fine. Tour? All right. Five years after the end of Dragon Ball Z, Goku is turned back into a child by the Black Star Dragon Balls or Universal Dragon Balls, uh, used by his old enemy, Emperor Pilaf of the Red Ribbon Army, and is forced to travel across the universe to, to uh, recollect all of the Black Star Dragon Balls to wish himself back to his normal adult form. Why didn't his enemy just kill him? Because even even when he was a child, he was so much stronger than they could possibly ever be. But do, doesn't it. the Dragon Balls grant any wish? Yes, and and uh, Emperor Pilaf wished that he was a kid again because he said, quote, if you were a kid, I would at least have a chance. I wish you were a kid again. And the dragon went, granted, turned me into a kid. Uh, guess what? Didn't have a chance. Why didn't you say, I wish that I could defeat you? Ah, see, now could defeat doesn't mean i wish really. that i would defeat you i wish that, that I, I was defeating you right now i wish no i wish that you were dead yeah that that's that's it cool. i wish you were dead right now yeah. right now in this time and space but no well the thing is he was flustered and scared faced with an adult goku because this was 20 years ago when no 30 or 40 years ago when an eight-year-old goku ripped through his entire literal army that's true it was fair but, so he was scared yeah. and flustered. I mean, and current Dragon Ball, they, they punch planets, you know. Yeah, so there you go. Anyway, let's get into particulars of this thing. Directed by Osamu Kasai, uh, Kasai I'm going to guess. Or all the trauma uh, adventure just wished him dead. I know, but it's be true. more sensible. <laughs> That'd be like a uh, one-episode series. I Oh, no, you're defeating me. I'll crush you, Pilaf. I wish you were dead. Hey. Oh, hey, that just got easier. <laughs> But then literally anyone, any other fighter, even the human ones, could defeat Pilaf oh, and well, his entire army. So he'd have to kill like three dozen people before he'd get to anyone he'd have a shot with. I want to say I wish to be stronger than you, stronger than anyone, exactly. strongest of them now, all. I want to stress that this is not written by Koyama. Okay, he's the right. he's the writer of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Not written by him. Written by this idiot. All right, music by. Akihito Tukanaga, Tokanaga, Tokanaga. All right. Uh, studio is. Toy I wish I had a better plan. Yeah, licensed by Funimation. Original network Fuji TV. Original run February. Hey, only one network. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? That was weird. I I, I think Fuji TV was a parent network to like eight different. Affiliates. Okay, okay. Fair November nineteenth to nineteen ninety seven for a total of sixty four episodes that you can watch on Hulu, but don't watch Dragon Ball. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Don't watch it. All right, look at the main characters. Goku. Obviously, main character. Since the end of Dragon Ball Z, Goku has been training Oob. Now, there are different variations of the spelling. It's either O-O-B or U-U-B. But I like to go with U-U-B because it's supposed to be the reverse of Boo, which was the which was the big bad guy at the end of Dragon Ball Z. And Oob is the reincarnation of that big bad guy, only now a good guy. So I like the juxtaposition of just turning his name around. I like that. Okay. Now, uh... By training, I mean, he's training Oob to take his place as Earth's protector because he wants to retire because his wife is seriously getting pissed off that he's gone all the time, which I get. He's gone a lot. Fair enough. 
Yes. Now he is he is finishing his training at the at the uh, at, at Kame's palace or the Watchtower, which is at the highest point above the Earth, and still magically has air, like still in the atmosphere, oh, but fine. not but with no air, but it still has air. Yeah, hey, uh, it has gravity I, too. I'm fine with that. Yeah, it has gravity. It's magic. Right? That's right. This is magic. All right. Now, Emperor Pilaf and his flunkies. The long since defeated Red Ribbon Army. He, he he fought he fought Pilaf in back in Dragon Ball when he was eight, nine, and ten years old. All right, so this is a long time ago. Uh, they sneak to the Watchtower, somehow. I mean, it 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 took Goku like a magic artifact to get there the first time, and then after that, it took it took him flying to get there, like actually learn how to fly on his own, which point zero 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 one percent of the planet can do. No, less than that. So how he did it, I don't know. He just did. Uh, the, 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 this is not the only stupid thing in this stupid anime. So let it go. All right. Now, uh, the Black Star Dragon Balls were gathered here and held safe because these are universal Dragon Balls. The, the, these things can make literally anything come true. The, uh, the, the Earth Dragon Balls can resurrect a person from the dead one time. One time. You cannot resurrect that person again. And, and there are other caveats and addendums to the Earth Dragon Balls. The Universal Dragon Balls can make anything happen any number of times. You just got to gather them up again. But they were there. He had he heard rumors they were there. He spent 10 years tracking down the Watchtower or some other nonsense. He finally got there and he's got them. He calls the Ancient Dragon. Gathers the Dragon Ball, says the magic words, boom, the, the Eternal Dragon comes by. And then Goo comes up, hey, I remember you. You're Pilaf, aren't you? I punched your face when I was eight. Yeah, I, I remember you from a long time ago. Are you still a bad guy? Do I have to teach you a lesson? And he's like, no, this can't be. I was so close. I wish you were a kid again. And that's where we go to our second clip. This better be the right one. Uh, I make no guarantees. My balls. That's the Eternal Dragon. Oh. Yowza. No, my chest muscles. Oh, yeah. He's swole. Hey, even the kids in the series are swole. Yeah, just like he's going to be. Yeah. Yep. It's like a weightlifting midget. What happened it is true, now? but he's he's half warrior race. Yeah, I know. No, no, he's 100% a warrior race. That's right. He's not human at all. So this is yeah. this is completely, completely normal human. for his yeah, yeah, still, normal. That's fine. normal for his race. For the same. All right, so. Yeah. So Pilaf bungled his wish. He he had summoned the dragon, and the next thing you wish for out of your mouth is what he does. And he got flustered. He started talking out loud to himself, and that happened. And then he proceeded to kick Pilaf off the watchtower because, yes, he's in a smaller body, but he still had 50 years of training. So, yeah, he's better than he was when he was a kid. And now we're at Kid Goku. And he's a kid. And he's uh, you were What's that? And he's Goku. Yes, and he's Goku. So he can still kick all your butts. Uh, he learned that the Black Star Dragon Balls scatter across the universe. Not just the planet, like the Earth Dragon Balls, across the universe. So he, Trunks, which is his uh, his frenemy Vegeta, also the only other uh, full Saiyan left, and Pan, his granddaughter, go on, go on a, a, a Star Trek, literally, to find all of the Dragon Balls and collect them, bring them back so they can wish him back to his normal form. And in that, they fail. 
because they that never happens. Well, you know, really, if you just wait long enough, the situation fixes itself. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But his wife was his pissed wife off. would be pretty annoyed by that, I think. Yeah, because now she's gonna go jail. The popo's coming. Why? And I, I'm not talking oh. Mr. Popo. No, I'm talking Popo. Oh, because and she's I, married to a I kid. I actually cut Mr. Popo from the clip because he looks like an Asian man in blackface. That's true. So I cut him from the clip. Anyway, uh, we're going to go to the villains. No, no. First, we're going to Super Saiyan forms. That's right. Super Saiyan forms. You always need more Super now, Saiyan forms. You always need more. Now, through Dragon Ball Z, we had Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan 2, and Super Saiyan 3. All right. Now, uh, if you need me to point them out, on the far right is Goku's base form. Yes. Just to the left is Super Saiyan or Super Saiyan Ascendant. And to the left of middle is Super Saiyan 2, which looks like Super Saiyan Ascendant only has blue lightning around. Which is and nice. then in the far left, there's Super Saiyan 3, which which looks like a Crow Magnon huge hair Super Saiyan. I just thought you went to, you know, they went, uh, you know, hairband. No. It's the but final character. You know, in the player. middle, in the middle is the form that really pissed off the original writer of Dragon Ball. Well, yeah, because it makes no sense. Yes. Oh, he goes uh, back to like the Saiyan Gorilla Man? Yes. With the yes. tail and all? The, the Uzaru, yes. Now, Super Saiyan 4 is a hybrid of the Super Saiyan and the Ozaru. And the, the, the Ozaru, for those of you who haven't watched uh, Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z, uh, Saiyans are bored with tails. And when a Saiyan is exposed, is consciously exposed to the full moon, they turn into a giant ape, like the movie Rampage. They become full-on kaiju ape and lose their brains and start rampaging everywhere. Well, uh, because Goku was transformed back into a child, he actually regrew his tail. So he was able to transform into the Ozaru, the golden Ozaru, and then he was he had enough mental fortitude, because he's actually an adult, to push all to crush all that power into a small normal sized humanoid body adult form obviously but still humanoid body so all that power was condensed it made him ultra powerful but it made him look like that not super saiyan at all and uh, a lot of people did not like that myself included no, understandable you know, yeah did not like that at all and he could only hold that form for 10 minutes and he could only hold the Super Saiyan three, four for ten minutes because his because he's a childlike body and it can't it can't uh, continuously produce that much power anymore. Which that one I get, I still don't like it, but that one I get. But that sure. that, that is a that is a really uh, I don't want to say cheap, but not super thought out way to try and power him down. Right. Yeah, that's all that was just just a way to power him down. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the bad guys. Now, there's more than these two, but these are the two main these are the two main forces, and they both suck. So let's talk about baby. Seriously, baby. Seriously, I'm not right. lying. Yeah, I bad believe guy. you. I believe you. He is an artificial <laughs> tuffle, made with the genetic material of the Tuffle King. Now, let's give a background of the Tuffles here. Oh lord. The Tuffles lived on planet Tuffle. Duh. And then the Saiyans came. The, the, the Saiyans lived on that planet as well. Two intelligent species uh, came about on the same planet. But the Saiyans were a warrior race and the Tuffles were not. So when the Saiyans went, hmm, we like your land over there better than ours, where the Tuffles had, a, had greater technology, the Saiyans had much greater strength. 
and they, they bred out of control, so they had much greater numbers. So they ended up killing off all the Tuffles. Now, before all the Tuffles died, some, some of their best scientists went to the moon or some, someplace else like that and made this artificial Tuffle with the genetic code of the Tuffle King uh, with powers that would help them that would help them win the war against the Saiyans. Well, before he could be activated, the Saiyans killed everybody, and so he wasn't activated. Well, he's activated now, but Planet Tuffle, which the Saiyans renamed Planet Plant, I think. These guys yeah. are geniuses. Yeah, they're genius in naming. Was destroyed in uh, bef before Dragon Ball by by Frieza. Just the planet was destroyed. Oh, it's so not their he, fault. Yeah, but he doesn't know. He blames the Saiyans because that's what he's programmed to do. So he searches the universe for Saiyans and he finds them. He finds them on Earth. So he goes after the Saiyans on Earth and, by extension, all the humans because hey, they look like Saiyans. Screw them. We're close enough. So he's got beef, right? I mean, the, the Saiyans did. Yeah, take he's over got legitimate world. problems. Yeah, he's got he's got a legitimate issue here, but he is he is a really pathetic bad guy. He's just written poorly. Uh, he he has the he has the henchman mentality, which means he he commonly loses his temper and he loses the plot and he he devises plans and then when he gets flustered, he forgets them and stuff like it's just dumb. It's just dumb. It's a really poorly written bad guy, and he's a bad guy for a significant portion of the entire arc. Mm. All right. And then the final, the final bad guys are the shadow dragons. Now the shadow dragons are uh, a byproduct of all of the wishes made on the, on the, on the earth dragon balls. Now, for, for example, the, the earth dragon balls, when you bring them together, you make a wish, you make a wish, the wish comes true. And then the dragon balls scatter across the world, turn into globes of stone for one year as they repower and then after the one year point, you can detect them, find them and bring them back together and make another wish. Now, the problem is that Bulma, which is uh, the character, the, the second character, second or third character introduced in the Dragon Ball series. She made a Dragon Ball detector. That's helpful. So it makes finding them super easy because it's got like a 500 mile range or something. So you, you have you fly around in your little air car and well, over 500 the miles on a galactic scale is nothing. No, no, no. This is this is the Earth Dragon Balls. Just across oh, the okay, that's hard. Yeah. So, so you could do this in a couple months. You could find them in a couple months, right? And that's what she did. So, it, so they were used every year for like twenty years straight. Now, every time you make a wish on them, they would get a little negative chi, a little more negative chi. Yeah. Now, because they used to be so hard to find that even after they regenerate after one year, it would still take hundreds of years to find them all across the entire planet. So, so they would bleed they, off the chi. They would slowly bleed off the negative chi. But so many wishes have been, have been made in such rapid succession that the negative chi actually cracked them, and evil dragons uh, sprout out. No one, no one got a wish that day. Uh, these evil dragons sprout out, and they spread themselves across the world. And their their whole plan was to defile the world with with uh, with negative chi. And they they had uh, they had elemental powers, you know, fire, ice uh land sea air stuff like that and goku had to go and defeat them all one by one stuff like that but they were lame i don't under when i say lame i mean all but all but three th three uh four out of the seven dragons were incompetent just beaten by didn't have to fight them just had to like oh what's that over there and then and then steal the dragon ball that was embedded in their forehead and they just like melt or something stupid stupid 
if they're if they're going to be bad guys, make them increasingly hard. They were like random random idiots were just plopped in there. Yeah, it was just poorly written. Uh, the the only the only real bad guy was the guy in the in the center bottom. He's the uh, he is a uh, Sin Shenron, uh, the the one one star Dragon Ball dragon, and uh, he actually absorbs all of the Dragon Balls of of his defeated brethren into himself to become Omega Shenron, the most powerful dragon ever. And he is a caricature of a bad guy. He's like he's he's like Hitler yelling at a podium, you know. It's like he's really passionate, but he's he's not saying anything that makes sense. If you really think about it, that's exactly what what happened every time Shenron opened his mouth. Fair enough. It it was it was bad. So what I think of it, one and a half stars. Oh, it was bad. Now there is a caveat I'm going to tell you at the end, but the the animation was slightly superior to Dragon Ball and, and uh, especially Dragon Ball, but Dragon Ball Z as well. Slightly superior. That's the only good thing I can say about this. The writing sucked. The premise sucked. The plot contrivances sucked. It was just bad. The plot actually went backward. They, between Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, they had a progression. Not only did people get older and stronger, but their personalities grew and changed. All right. Uh, Vegeta started off as a human hating butthole and then he fell in love with Bulma and and he had a kid and then he had another kid and he changed his hair he assimilated in human society stuff like that you know he grew and changed but Dragon Ball GT tried to bring Goku back to the first episode of Dragon Ball trying to recapture that feel you can't and you can't. no one wanted him to probably no one wanted him to we want a new story and that's what we got with Dragon Ball Super but I can't I can't uh, I can't review that. It's like you it's love right. a sci-fi series. You want to see the story continues. And then they just keep making prequels. Yeah, just keep making prequels. Stop it. Yeah, stop that crap. Everyone hates it. And especially Pan and Trucks, who in the for the first half of the series are, are two-thirds of the main characters. Yeah. Because the, the people you see here on screen right now, they're for the first half of the whole season, whole arc of the whole thing, it's just them flying through the universe. They are poorly written. They're both poorly. I liked future Trunks. In Dragon Ball Z, the this age Trunks came back in time to help the Z fighters defeat the uh, the the thing that destroyed the universe in the future. All right. All right. Duncan says, hey, cool. the card show's coming. Yeah, yeah and he was cool. He was cool. This Trunks is the same age as future Trunks was in Dragon Ball Z. You're like, oh, he's going to be cool again. Nope. He's a spoiled little idiot because he didn't go through the end of the world. That's fair. I get it. But it's not what I want to see. It's not what your audience wants. And Pan, Pan, she is a a 10 or 11-year-old D-bag. She is just awful. She's spoiled. She's rotten. She, She hates her grandfather for turning into a kid like he did it on purpose. Jesus, man. Come on. Really? Well, I know there, there is no grandchild. Kids don't have to be logical about it, but also why are you bringing her along? But she is powerful. I mean, she, she's one quarter saying true, but you know, she, she actually trained, trained with her grandpa sometimes. So she's got game. All right. She's not as powerful as Trunks or Goku, obviously, but she's got game. And uh, he wanted her there because he wanted to spend time with her. Well, she didn't want to be around because, oh, you're not my real grandpa. You're a fake grandpa. It's like, no, stupid. I can explain to my seven-year-old if I turned into a seven-year-old. 
I could explain it to him. And you know what? 99 times out of 10, he would think it was awesome. Probably, yeah. And we can play. But nope, this is that 100 time out of 10 that never happens, that it happened It happened here, that she thinks it's it's an affront to her way of life and she's pissed off at her grandfather now. Stupid. That is pretty stupid. And I agree. The, the, the first plot, the 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 kid Goku plot where they go across the universe to find all the dra- all the universal Dragon Balls and and make the wish to make him normal age again, never happens. He stays a kid till the end of the show. Good, and then just finishes. Then it's over. Oh, and what's the next series? Is he an adult in the next series? Yes, but in in Dragon Ball Super, they just pretend that Dragon Ball GT never happened. Oh, smart move. Smart move. Exactly right. Just like in in ten years, people are gonna are gonna pretend that Solo never happened. I've actually heard people defend that film. You've heard it. But I'm sure people defend Dragon Ball GT all the time. I'm sure people do. Now, here's where I will defend it a little bit. Not really defend it. I I, I will I will I will give I'll give another caveat here. If you have not seen Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Super, if this is your first Dragon Ball experience, number one, I'm very sorry. Number two, you will give it a two or a two and a half star because you won't know that it's it's cutting the throat of 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 everything that that fans really like about dragon ball up to this point you won't know that you won't have that background and baggage fair enough so you're going to think it's two or two and a half the writing is bad true but you're going to think oh it's just an anime it's it's a kid's anime obviously because it's all about kids and look he's a giant space monkey there you go. And and we got a robot that, that that is like a throwback of of Twiggy. It goes biggie 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 all the time. I was, gonna, I was hoping you were gonna say the, it's the, like the, the robot, the robot on, on the shoulder of the purple haired yeah. guy. Yeah. He goes, waka, 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 waka. I love you, Pan. Waka, waka, waka. Serious. That's what happens. That's that sounds entertaining for hours. Oh yeah. For all of the two minutes. And, and this I'm was like, released in nineteen eighty three, you said? No, ninety six, ninety seven. It's <laughs> I know. So yeah. That is it. That is that is the horrible anime for today. Thank you for thank you for uh, coming here. What'd you think of the segment? What'd you think of the dumpster fire that was Dragon Ball GT? If you liked it, keep it to yourself. If you want to join me in hating it, go ahead and throw some comments below. Yeah, let them know. It'd be great. Any suggestions for future anime? And Baldahar, I swear, if if you say DP season two, even if it doesn't exist, I will ban you. I will hammer you down. Hammer. You. But anybody else, you're fine to say anything you want except for DP. <laughs> Thank you very much, Heathen Dog. You Remember, don't miss an episode because you want more of that. I'm telling you, you do. I know you do. So if you go to Twitch, I want to be notified. And you follow like, oh, wow, ah, subscribing is even better. And because then there's giveaways and stuff to that. You also do that on YouTube. Subscribe, zap, zap, zap. And you're subscribed. And the numbers go up. And everything is good. And ever, how wow. dare you rate okay. it so low? All right. He didn't say GT though. He just said DBZ. Yes, he did. He did. He did. He said DBZ. So he he's not banned. It's not banned. DBZ is not the best ever, but I'll take it as a as a valid opinion. <laughs> I'll take it as better than GT. Yes. So, for more he the dog. Check his YouTube. Many many videos on there. Wait, stop, <laughs> stop. Eve Midnight. Watched all the original Dragon. And Z, but not and the GT. Z, not, do not watch GT. Skip to Dragon Ball Super. I've heard do Super not. is really good from it my is. Dragon Ball fanboy friends. Dude, Dragon Ball fanboy friends, yes, it is. 
do not watch GT. Is that with like Ball? Android 18 or something or 17? They're both in it. They're both in it. But they, they were in Dragon Ball Z as well. Okay. But, but Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super. Those are the ones that exist. Just like just like uh, people say that Highlander 3 doesn't exist. Which one was that one? That, the the oh, second one was really bad. second one was bad, but 3 was actually worse. Do I remember that? Gonna, I think I must have blocked all memory of it because I don't remember Highlander 3 at all. I remember 2 and it was really stupid. 2 was dumb. How could 3 have been worse? Oh, trust me. You know what? You're, you're going to watch it now. You're gonna watch oh, it. wait. In 3, they went back and said that, that Save the World in 2 didn't matter. It, yes, they, they completely did away with the Saving the World in 2. The, the, uh, and, uh, like he had no um, family line. They were all dead. Exactly, and they, they completely got rid of the idea of a prize, which, which was which was in in, right. in the original Islander, which was good, and they started up a completely different thing. Right. Wow, yep. that was bad. Now you you could have erased two without also erasing the premise of one. Midnight Ever Midnight says one two was not good. Three oh dear, and one was epic. I agree. Yes, that's exactly right. Yes, that's exactly. We right. agree. Yeah, two two was stupid with the space aliens. That was just dumb. And and three tried to fix the space aliens, but in doing so, they broke one, which was the only good one. Oh, Valdahar. Valdahar, <laughs> <laughs> so you really see the spinoff of Dragon Ball Z. It's called Dragon Pilot. The Dragon Balls are crazy in that spinoff. I warned him. I warned him. I think he's going to get banned. He's on a timeout. Now, why you ban him before my segment? So He's on a timeout. <laughs> he's on a five-minute timeout. Oh, he deserved it. So, for more Heathen Dollar, check his anime and RPG segments and other such team-ups on the with various video games. Never Winter, Star Trek Online. They're on YouTube. You also can watch Heathen Dog and I stream. We'll keep saying stuff, so it'll scroll off the screen, Duncan. Yes, uh, type in something every 30 seconds until you don't have to see it anymore. You can also watch him stream live Monday nights and Sunday nights and Thursday nights. Two of those nights with Garth on one of those nights by himself. Oh, the hard message deleted. Ah, uh, so everything. Watch it Monday, 8 p.m. Central. Not doing Call of Cthulhu anymore. And this oh. Monday, I don't think he's streaming. Oh, why is it still Call of Cthulhu? Damn it. Uh, this this Monday, I may or may not stream. I don't know if I'm going to be able to. That's the problem because it's going to be Christmas Eve. Yeah, so I don't Christmas know if we'll stuff. I would I would it, just say no. We're going to say no. Yeah. Okay, we're going to say no. All right, we're going to say, say no. Say. Right. And if he shows up because he hates his family, doesn't want to be with him, that's on him. But we're yep, saying no. Oh, and we're there. And All we're right. here. All right, everyone. Play the song. Oh, let's see. They, no, okay, just a second. Textual difficulties. All right. I said stop using machine. All right. All right. We're going to play this song now. We need the song. Three, okay. two. Yes, yeah, comic poll. Gartha reads comics. He tells you about them. First up, Captain America number six. Written by Ta-Nehisi Coates. Pencils by Lionel Francis Yu. Inks by Gary Alanguilian. Alanguilian? Guillian, Guillian. Colors by Sunny Go. Cover by Alex Ross. I think Alex Ross just had a lot of extra green and yellow. He's like, God, I gotta get rid of this yeah, paint. Like, Man, I, I'm really high. This, this, this toner is really high on green and yellow. I gotta get rid of it. Yeah, I don't know what they were going for there. I think they're going for 
let's make art that would be cool with better color choices and see if people still buy the issue. Um, yeah, the, 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 ink, the inks and pencils are great. This is all paints. That's like but, acrylic paint. The guy's right, highly well, talented, but the yeah, I'm not down yeah. with the color choices here. Yeah, if it were black and white, it would be more powerful. I it think. does pop on the shelves, though, but mm, not in fair. a way that makes you want to buy it. Anyway, uh, also this month, all Marvel books have the Stan Lee Memorial cover. Okay. Where they have that band across the top. Sure, sure. And also, it's interesting. The first three pages of every book are just black. So it's kind of like the comic book equivalent of a moment of silence. Understood. And then it goes to a portrait of Stanley and just not. It actually doesn't give a huge. It's not a we big miss Stanley and blah blah blah. But they show a portrait and give his dates, so which is nice. It's very understated. It's very tasteful, sure. which could yeah. have gotten out of hand quickly. What's also neat is in the last page of every Marvel, or on the back cover of every Marvel book, is one of the original Stan soapbox columns. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, he would give his opinions on stuff. Yeah. And it's actually really neat, because this obviously is from very early. And it's kind of like the bombast of an early Stan Lee. And I'm going to read it for you. Go for it. I'm going to Garth and Conk for a moment. Stan Soapbox. I'm not, I, I would do my Stan Lee impression, but it's not good. Hang loose, heroes. Now that I've got your ear, I'm not letting go. Our first tintinabulating topic is going to be the Marvel Philosophy. You wonder why Garthon talks the way he does? Blame Stanley. There you go. Whenever I get together with any of you frantic ones, the first question is usually like, Hey, what are you fellas really trying to do in your mags? What message are you pushing? Is the whole Marvel series just a big put-on? Or are you actually trying to tell us something? Are you actually serious about your characters? Do you really believe in them? Etc. Well, just between us, we believe in our cavorting characters a lot more than we believe in the same people we know. And we do have some motive, a purpose behind our mags. That purpose is plain and simple, to entertain you. We think we've found the best formula of all. We merely create the type of fanciful yarns we ourselves enjoy. And if we like them, you ought to like them too. After all, you're our kind of people. Now then, in the process of providing offbeat entertainment, we also come and do a bit of advance. If we could also do a bit to advance the cause of intellectualism, humanitarianism, and our mutual understanding, and toss in a little swing and satire at your process, well, that won't break our collective hearts one tiny bit. That's it, Pussycat. Thanks for listening. All right, cool. That was early Stanley, and that's the kind of bombast he had. And that, in many ways, very much summed up Marvel's early philosophies, where DC was very staid, very little too serious or actually at that time oh. they were very batman was basically your dad you know posing with robin brush your teeth robin it was very boring crap okay. um and marvel was by comparison cool and crazy and they had fantastic stories about a teenager with powers whoa you know bananas so that's i thought that was nice but anyway we're talking about captain america number six Go for it. Uh, here's some of the internal art. Uh, the internal art's not bad. I kind of like it. All right. Every comic book in the Marvel Universe has completely forgotten at this point about Secret Empire. Good. That's a good plan. They have broomed that to the dustbin of history. And if you ever mention it, hey, Tony, remember when America turned fascist and Captain America, they're like, la, 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 did not happen, reboot, la, la, la. Um. <laughs> Everyone except Captain America, who 
like someone who just went through a really bad breakup keeps talking Can't about it, and you really wish they'd shut up about their ex because really she was really bad for him anyway. Yes, yes. That keeps, keeps happening, um, uh, which sucks. But uh, main storyline going on has been Alexander Lukin. All right, let's sum up. Okay. Long time ago, dude got a hold. Uh, Red Skull got a hold of Cosmic Cube. He got assassinated while holding said Cosmic Cube before he could do anything about it. He got snipered. Uh, Cosmic Cube ended up in the hands of one Russian mobster named Alexander Lukin. When he touched the cube, he found out that Scrolly's dying wish is he died was, you know, not to die. And so his consciousness was transferred into the cube. So he touched the cube. He, uh, he got Scully in his head. And Skelly's more dominant than he is. Lucan's tough, but he's not Red Skull. He's not Red Skull tough, tough. yeah. So Red Skull basically is taking him over for the most part. Um, he ended up getting killed by Captain America anyway. Not on purpose. It was one of those, oh, I fell off a building things or something. Don't remember, it doesn't matter. So this storyline basically is picking up on that lost thread from like five years ago. The Alex and Lucan's hot Russian wife has figured out a way to get him cloned and get his back together. It doesn't matter. He's back alive again now, but Red Skull is still in his head. She has no idea of this. What she no. does know is that America was a fascist empire for a while, and now everyone's ignoring it, and she's pissed because America's always been bad. Russia rules, and America has made Russia weak, and she hates Americans, and the symbol of America is Captain America. And, and Captain America killed her husband. She's still mad about that, too. Well, I'd, I'd be sore on that as well. I so mean, she started assembling people who could help her with her plan of revenge. That's why she got Celine to work with her, because Celine does blood stuff, and she needed blood stuff to get her husband back. Now she's got that, and she's formed like an evil Russian army or something to kill Captain America. Sure. But Red Skull's still in there. This issue was really boring this issue was a whole lot of explaining stuff we already knew but at least they explained it in a way that made it more clear it basically summed up the last well the last five issues and a little beyond a little little bit more history of luke and so it's a nice sum-up issue part of the branch about are certain lines to return out their lines. yeah he's got to be out of band by now i only banned it for five minutes but the book has nothing going on. Uh, there is a thing where they're like, where she talks about, oh, I'm framing, Cap I, I have a punishment worse than death for him coming. Wahaha. And then you find out that General Thunderbolt Ross was murdered in his room. And of course, they don't say, and then they arrest Captain America because they have questions. Where were you last night? So she framed him for Ross's death. That's worse than death for him, for Cap? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ross was an a-hole. Big time. Giant a-hole. And then he was actually a traitor to his country. He was in jail. But then yeah. he was one of the smart people who flipped on Evil Cap immediately. Sure. Without, in the first hand, realizing, realizing it was an Evil Cap, he just hated Captain America at that point. So mm -hmm. he flipped on Evil Cap, led a bunch of freedom fighters, and because of that, he got a full pardon because, oh, you were right all along, Ross. He's like, yes, I was. And so he, and now he's in a position of authority of Cap. And he's like, oh, blah, blah. And Cap's like, I don't care what you say anyway. I'm, I don't work for the government. You know, and he leaves. And Ross is like, oh, I'll show that Captain America. And now he ends up murdered, supposedly. 
That's right. I did the finger quote. Supposedly. Um, He's murdered in his room. They're blaming Cap. Predictable, dull, well, that her setup was, I shouldn't say predictable. When she said he's worse than death, I'm like, well, that could be interesting. Then the next scene is them finding Ross dead in his room, like, oh, Cap's getting framed for it. Two pages later, where were you last night, Captain America? Oh, yeah. Also, Sharon Carter's still old. Doesn't he know, like, a million magical and technological geniuses who could de-age her? Yes, yes. I mean, Tony Stark with some nanites. I mean, and for Strange with some magic. For God's sake, Otto Octavius, the superior Spider-Man, is popping out a new clone of himself every 30 minutes. I know, uh, Whatever age he wants. So... There's no excuse for that. There's no excuse. None. No. Other, uh, Unless she likes being old. Which, you know, spoiler for those of you who are not old, it sucks. It kind of sucks. So, uh, this issue is just really boring. It was a sum-up issue. It wasn't even like the comic book equivalent of a clip show. Actually, I'm going to say this was the comic book equivalent of a clip show. Ugh. It did a lot of showing, explaining stuff from the past, and then putting a little bit of plot for the future. So, Riker got got bitten a leg by a plant. He's waiting for phase three. Uh, yeah. So it's a whole lot of the Lucans drinking tea and talking and standing on a balcony and talking. They're standing on a mountainside and talking. And it's boring as all hell. Yep. Um, that said, the boring talking is well written. The dialogue is understandable and makes sense for the characters. The art inside the book is enjoyable, clear, and nice to read. Um, everything's well staged. It's just boring. Mm. I can't say I hate it. It's just boring. You know, there are greater sins than being boring. But two stars. It's just Ooh, too, too boring. Wow. It's just too damn boring. I mean, wow. if I if I went to like, I'm going to say eight-year-old me, that's when I really started buying nine-year-old me when I really started buying comic books. And I said, hey, you little guy, you should read Captain America. Oh, wow, he's the guy with the shield. He's cool. You bet he's cool. Captain America issue six in your face, homeboy. Oh, it's extreme. And then I would read it and go, um, does he ever, like, punch someone? What? They're talking about people's feelings, yo. Not really. They're just kind of talking about they don't like Captain America. Yeah. And sometimes it shows, like, Red Skull instead of this dude. Oh, yeah, man. That's because he's in his head. He's not really doing anything, though. He's just standing on a... It's not even metaphorical. Oh, extreme. So, yeah, two stars. I'm sorry. Got it. All right. Next. Get those two stars off the screen. Blink. Infinity Wars, number six. This has been a long time coming. Yeah, they finally finished it. (laughs) They finally finished it. Wow. Ah. Again, scene not appearing in this book. Of course not. Written. By Gary Duggan, art by Mike Diodato Jr., colors by Frank Martin, cover by Mike Diodato Jr., and Rain Barreto. Art's pretty good in this book. Mike Diodato Jr. is a great artist, and he really has really laid off the everything you're looking through a lattice window and everything. I appreciate that. That is nice. That was a good idea. As endings for giant, sweeping, universal, multi-character stories go, this is good. Um, Loki dead again? No. Oh. But they handle the Loki situation very well. Loki going around and trying to think. People think they're going to betray him. Um, people are trapped in the Soul Stone fighting something, blah, 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 blah. Um, there's actually an entertaining point where Loki has collected another universe's Infinity Stones. 
he goes to, like the graveyard of the gods or something, looks through the mirror to see his future and goes, oh, so that's that's the way it goes, huh? Well, well the stones are powerless here. Hmm. Well, some new clouds grow up. I hope you can stop. Ca he actually looks up to the gods of the universe and says, you know, some new clouds grow up. I hope you stop casting rocks at our universes. Why are you doing it? For you? For us? For your enjoyment? Well, I know when I'm beat. Then he goes, he collects like the super powerful, like the the like the prime universes, infinity stones or something. And when he does it, the first thing he does is deactivates every other infinity stone in every other universe. That's smart. Sure. You have six infinity stones. You know there's an, an infinite amount of universes with other stones in them. Get rid of those suckers. Poof. They're all gone. But since they only work in their inherent universe, I don't Right. Know but basically he gets these. Well, these are like universal. These are special. Okay. So he gets rid of everyone else's infinity stones. At that point, Gamera is still fighting the warped versions of people. And she's like, I'll just infinity stone you people. Ah, oh, nuts. <laughs> and it doesn't say exactly like that. It's pretty much half. It's like, oh, nuts. And then they beat the snot out of her. Wah, wah. And then Adam Warlock's like, all right, sweet. Well, it's time to divide you people back up. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't Tuvix us, bro. Don't Tuvix us, bro. <laughs> uh, we are legitimate. Everyone would love Tuvix. <laughs> we're legitimate people with our own backgrounds and dreams and stuff, yo. I don't care if we're made out of two other people each. We don't want to be. They don't say don't Tuvix us, yo, but that's all I can think. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they figure out some way, like, blah 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 and they say oh we'll just make a new universe for all you warps they actually go through a lot of effort and explanation to shove all these infinity warps characters into a separate universe so they could keep existing while at the Whatever. same time making dividing them it doesn't like matter duplicating and then dividing them. basically it. it's like quantum magic where they're in multiple yeah. places at once so they divide them but they're still there right got it it's an yeah. overlong explanation for something they could have said don't worry i'll use the infinity stones you'll be fine what that they're deactivated, you can't do Right, it. with an overlying explanation. Because you know there's going to be some nerd, well, how come... You know what? I don't even know why they're bothering, because the Infinity Warps characters, by and large, are pretty dang dull. Um, mm. I don't see anyone jumping up and down online, begging for more uh, Soldier Supreme. No one is. No one. No one. Even me, and I like Captain America and Doctor Strange. But it's just mm. kind of dumb. So... They went through a lot of trouble to keep the Amalgam characters, I mean, the Infinity Warps characters alive, <laughs> oh. and shove them in a pocket world where they could have their universe and try and set people up. The Infinity's a bit of a mess, but also is very clear. There's actually a great part where Loki, when he comes out with those super Infinity Stones, it's like, mm -hmm. oh, now you have the Stones, Loki, what are you going to do now? It's like, oh, yeah, you guys, they're for you. It's like, they're kind of looking at you like, what do you, what do you mean they're for? Why, you're just giving us, yeah, I'm just giving you the Stones. I don't need them. Later. I know there's a trick here. No tricks. I'm kind of done with that for the moment. I totally don't believe it. It's Loki. And he gets on the ship with the librarian chick who we talked about many episodes ago. He's like, yeah, so uh, I think I'm done here. You got anywhere else you want to go? She's like, I never thought I'd see something like that happen. It's like, yeah, I'm full of surprises. Let's go. So it's kind of like one of those Loki saw the end of the universe, saw his future. And went, oh, I'm taking a different road. Yeah, like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and threw the stones at someone else. And here you guys fix your problem, pretty damn problems. Uh, Adam Warlock's solution at the end of that, after fixing all that crap, was to give, like, he's like, all right, these Infinity Stones keep jacking everything up. So I'm, so he basically uses the Soul Stone to give the individual Infinity Stones souls, so they're actually, like, alive now. And then they can go pursue their own pursue their own interests. Okay, that's that a bad idea. That is so idea. stupid. That is stupid, and it's a bad idea. 
My God. And then he's like, so the sorcerer saves you? Yes, I think we have a bond with the sorcerer, and then it flies away. Oh. Well, I guess. Darn it. I guess I'm kind of lonely now. Uh, everyone wanted to kill Gamora, because, like, she still murdered a bunch of people in other universes. Yep. And they're like, well, that's not your universe, it's Gamora. Like, yeah, we don't care. We're going to kill her. And so, before you get rid of the stone, it's like, ah, do you remember? I was like, what'd you do with her? I sent her away. Where to? I don't know. I just sent her to where she was needed the most. She's the new defender. No, they don't think that. What they end up doing is she ends up finding like some weird Adam Warlock looking sarcophagus. If you're familiar with Adam Warlock's history, you know what his weird sarcophagus is. Yeah, his is. cocoon deal. Yeah. yeah. Breaks it open and inside is a child Magnus. Magnus is a clone of Adam Warlock who uh, turned evil. Well, no, no. He's actually the evil he purged from his body when he had the Infinity Stones in the original. Right. Right. So he finds a child version of him. He's like, what are you doing here? My, my name's Max. Like, I know You're your name. Raising Damien. What the hell? Basically, yeah. Basically, like, to soothe her own soul. Basically, like, she needs to... I guess the idea is she was Failed raised by mother. Thanos and raised in evil. And she is trying to reject that in every way she can. And the best way for her to do it is to raise someone who is evil to be good. Okay. Uh, she's going to raise Damien, fail. Damien's going to be evil. And then she's going to be blamed for it for not killing Damien. And she's going to feel worse about herself at the end. Why are you, give, great writing. Why are you giving away the next Infinity War series? Oh, sorry. Sorry. But, yeah. So the overall come together is summed up quickly and nicely. There were some neat moments. Didn't love it. Didn't hate it. Really liked the art. The only art. winner is Loki because he walked away. That's right. Loki wins. That's yeah. pretty much what happens. Loki yeah. wins and everyone else gets to go back to their lives. Yep. Except Gamora. But she gets to go to a different life, which is better for yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. She gets to go to a different life, just steeped in failure. And she gets to ditch Star-Lord, who's an idiot. Yeah. Um, so... Two and a half stars. Two and a half. Just a book. Uh, it's just a book. I liked the just art a lot, but there was so little redeeming about it. It was like, it's like, why did I read this? What point was made? What changes to the Marvel Universe happened? Why should I care? There's some neat Loki well, stuff. It's Gamora inter- out of the picture for about 10 years until her kid starts, you know, drinking yeah, souls or whatever. You know, whatever. But it was kind of, it has a really awesome lead as to kind of a eh, ending. It just two and a half stars. Not into it. Next. Right. Spider get it. Number five. Another big mega crossover. All Marvel this week. Written by Christos Gage. Pencils. Whoo boy. Jorge Molina. Carlo Barreri. That, that's Spider-Man. That's uh, Captain Universe Spider-Man, right? That is the Miles Morales Spider-Man with the power cosmic. Power power cosmic? That's like, that looks like Captain Universe Spider-Man. Yeah, it's the Captain Universe power. What do they call that? Captain Universe power. Uh, there's a name for the power itself. It's not the power cosmic. No, it's not. No, I thought it was the power cosmic. No, it's not. That, that, uh, that, the Enigma what, Force. The Enigma Force. That's it. The power cosmic is what uh, Galactus has. In case right. People... At, the, at the end of the last issue... They actually were able to figure out how to summon the Enigma Force. Wow. And the first issue starts out with uh, the Enigma Force going, basically saying, what the F, bitches? I'm the Enigma Force. I go to you when you're worthy. I'm freaking pissed. Or, or when there's great need and you're worthy. No, he doesn't care. It's just if you're worthy. Oh. <laughs> so they're like, yeah. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Miles Morales says, okay, look. Listen, Enigma Force. Shut your pie hole. Because we got a great need. Everyone's going to freaking die if you don't help us out. And if, you know, if we ain't good enough for you trying to save millions of lives, I guess we never will be. So screw off. Shut your pie hole and get in me. Yeah, David Force basically goes, fair enough, yo. And uh, hops on in. 
the all right. So, but pencils like no, Jorge Molina, Carlo Barberi, Stefano Caselli, and Joey Vasquez inks. Jay Liston, Jose Morazan Jr., Stefano Caselli, and Joey Vasquez colors. David Curiel only need one colorist. Cover Jorge Molina. Now, how long ago was it that Peter Parker had the Enigma Force? Gosh, that was that's like got to be years thirty ago. years now. Yeah, thirty years. Yeah, but he had the Enigma Force for a while. He he messed up. He, he didn't the do the best with it. No, no, no. He was a punk with it, but he he punched the Hulk into orbit. Yes, he did. I remember that. And uh, Doctor Doom tried to replicate the Enigma Force energy. Didn't go well. No, it didn't go well for him either. Um, but yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So basically, the spider. This is the final issue of Spider Geddon. So another big multi-series thing. Everyone's coming back together. And this sums up actually really nicely. Um, everyone starts going through their storylines. They manage to get all the inheritors in one place. And it's like, oh, okay, we got a plan. Oh, my God, the plan's not working. Then the new team shows up. Don't worry. We've come back from our special mission. Oh, we're with, oh that's kind of working. Don't worry. We're back from our special And, you know, it's kind of everyone keeps piling on. There's spider people everywhere. It's mass hysteria. And it's entertaining. Meanwhile, you know... It's like the Muppet Show, you know. Yeah. It's, it's an ensemble cast, but they're all interesting in their own right. Yeah, and then you know, Doc Ock is off the background. Well, Superior Spiders are like, hmm, Octavia, female Doctor Octopus, come with me. I have a plan. She's like, yeah, you're kind of a little evil for me. I don't know. It's like, no, this plan will work. Um, it's like, but you, but you, but you, but you sent that guy. To, you sent the other guy to his death. They're gonna, the hairs are gonna eat him. Oh yeah, and then they start trying to eat him, and then they're like, ah, oh wait, this guy's been killed. To me. They give him uh Oh my gosh, I just forgot his name. Uh, ben Riley, Spider Man. Um, okay. Oh, oh, Scarlet Spider. Yeah, they give him Scarlet Spider, right? Yeah. He's like, you have Scarlet Spider if I may leave. They're like, sweet, you're not really a real Spider Man anyway. Shoo, shoo, shoo. We're gonna drink upon his souls when they try to do it. They're like, oh god, this guy's been murdered like 27 times. Oh, his brain's all messed up. Oh god, it hurts. It burns inside. I feel like I'm dying. They're like, and there was like, you just poisoned them. He's like, yeah, that was the plan. Yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah. He was in on the plan. Yeah, it was his. It was. Yeah, he was totally in on the plan. You think I would just set him to die? Come on. I'm not evil. I'm better than you people. He's like, yeah. no, that's not what you say. You're, you're bad. Sorry, man. That's like, the way it is. I, I, I'm not bad. I'm a winner. Yeah, because he was. He's with a uh, PlayStation 4 Spider-Man at that point, and there, and he's like, ah, you, you're still not good. I thought you were good, and you're not. But you're not I'm evil winner, either, dude. Winner. <laughs> that's right, winner. Uh, but he's with team. But Superior Spider-Man teams up with good female o- Doctor Octopus, and like I have a plan. It's like I don't know. Your plans are kind of evil. I don't know if I want to be part of it. Like no, here's the plan. Actually, that could work. And then Peter Parker's the original Spider-Man shows up with his people. Like ah, we gotta have that tough scrape into other series no one read. Well, you Garthen didn't read. That's okay. We're here to help. What are you doing, Otto? I have a plan. Ah, it sounds bad. Well, let me tell you. Actually, that's a good plan. You do that plan. Yeah, Octavia, you help with that plan. All right, sweet. And then they go, oh, we're in the fight now. And then Miles Morales and everyone shows up. They got their cosmic pa- He has the cosmic powers now. And they're like, what? They are, what, what? No, I beat the last guy. They're, they're fighting. It's crazy. <laughs> Not bad. I'm a winner. <laughs> Darn right. Uh, there's actually a really cool scene where the Japanese Spider-Man uh, who flies Leopardon uh, you know, from this, they actually have the Spider-Man for the Japanese TV series, who is his giant mecha leopardon. Are you familiar with that? No. no. Oh, yes, they actually got him in there. He's the okay. emissary of death. 
Or no, he's uh, the emissary of hell. Hang on a sec. Keep, keep, keep going. I gotta have to recover. Oh, it's so amazing. So yeah, basically like every version of Spider-Man from everything that's ever been pretty much shows up in this. Like just weird like one-shot variants that showed up in a TV series once or some cartoon ones. They're all in this. They might not get a line, but they're there. But they're shown. They're shown. There's even like weird variants like Spider Cop. Um. <laughs> If you've played this PlayStation 4 video game, they actually, like in one of the sound bites, they talk about Spider-Cop a lot. And then you actually see in this series, there is, it looks like a, if Spider-Man wore a blue policeman's out, short sleeve policeman's outfit with a fake mustache over the costume and, you know, sunglasses, that's Spider-Cop. Yes, Peter Porker, the spectacular Spider-Ham is in there. Like I said, every Spider variant is there. So, he actually, Miles Rass actually ends up, like, grabbing Leopardon's giant sword vigor, and, uh, because Leopardon gets taken out before he can transform and use his giant mecha sword, and he actually uses it on the head of the Inheritors. Darn near kills him. It's pretty awesome. Okay. It's actually a great scene, because he yells, sword vigor, and hits him with it. And then he looks at the giant spider, like, so, Takashi, how'd I do? He's like, you're supposed to cross your arms when you yell that. It's like, oh, we'll work on it next time. <laughs> This is Wait for Serious, Spider Pig for the Simpsons movie. Peter Pork, the Spectacular Spider-Ham, was first introduced in Star Comics in 1985, I think. Um, he was part of the Marvel Animal Universe. Uh, he teamed up with Hulk Bunny, Captain America, um, Iron uh, Goose Rider. Oh, I can't remember what Iron Man was. Doesn't matter. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. No joke. The... Star Comics was an imprint of Marvel aimed at younger readers. It also featured uh, Muppet Babies, Ewoks, yep. Droids, a few other series like that. Anyway, so it's spider crazes happening. They eventually managed, through their combined efforts, uh, eventually, like, the, uh, the Spider-Girl show back up of May Parker, Spider-Girl, uh, Annie Parker, Spider-Girl from Renew Your Vows, and sure. Aranya, Spider-Girl, all show up. They're like, haha, we figured out how to reweave this stuff. Just change the story. They're like, what? Well, I'm going to kill you too. They're like, nope, sorry, we figured out how. And they didn't manage to, like, to lower their power levels by disconnecting their connection to the universal web. And then the spider people are able to beat them down. They're like, yay, we win. But we won last time too. And they came back and nearly killed all of us again. So what do we? So what do we? And that's when Superior Spider's like, I have a plan. You wouldn't let me. It's like you wouldn't let me kill them last time, and imprisoning obviously was a bad idea. So what they end up doing is putting them back through the cloning chambers. So they basically deconstitute their bodies and reclone them as babies. And this is because uh, one of the teams, the Spider Girls, found out that all of the inheritor children were raised by their their dad, the crazy inheritor dad, was the one who first was able to drain like the spider essence from people and gain power. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have to do that to live. He just liked it because he was an evil bastard. Sure. So when he had kids, he genetically modified them after they were born so they could only survive off of that energy. Wow, that's a big D-bag move. And he basically mentally tortured his children into becoming psychopaths. So wait, wait, even if you reclone them, 
did they make sure to take out the need for spider juice? Yes. They said what we basically after they analyzed their full DNA pattern, they found out all this stuff, which happened in other books. They didn't expressly say it's like, oh my gosh, look at this. Um, like they weren't supposed to be like that. Their father's just evil, evil person. And they actually, when they're at, when they talk about it, Annie says, yeah, what happened to them goes beyond what I would even call abuse. It's like, dang, these people have a messed up freaking lives. They actually feel a little bad for them at the end. These, the inheritors, except for the dad, who's the evil bastard, who they say got killed. They didn't say they recloned him. Who knows if he actually died or not. But they say he got killed. Um, by the giant sword vigor, cosmic spider cosmic thing. Sure. Um. So after they, <laughs> I was turned into baby bunnies. Not bad, winner. <laughs> That's right. But they turn. They, they can go live. They go. They go live in the animal universe with Peter Porker. It'd be fine. But oh, oh bad idea. <laughs> well, with the modern interpretation of Peter Porker, bad idea. With how he actually was in the comics originally, it's pretty fine. But oh. they, he's basically just Peter Parker in the books. Anyway, so. They turned into babies with the idea of like, look, they're now a blank slate. We took away all that stupid changing they had their DNA. They still can draw energy from totems or other things that they want, but now they can eat to live. And if we never tell them, hey, you should be draining juice, you know, spider juice to get powers, they'll never do it. Mm. Or if they're told how to do it responsibly or told how to like help people, you know, because they can actually help people with their powers. You know, they could be a force for good. They're like, well, who's going to raise them? And everyone's like, they're like, well, you Spirit have Spider-Man. Well, they're like, well, you have a kid. Well, Super Spirit Spider-Man's like, I have no time for for your foundlings or something. And basically, it turns out that there's a spider version. There's a spider version of Aunt May called Spider-Ma'am. And wow. uh, <laughs> like wow. I said, every spider variant ever is there. Sure. Yep. Got it. Got it. So Spider-Ma'am is there, and she's like, you know. Ever since little Petey grew up, me and Ben have missed the pitter-patter of little feet. So in her universe, she saved Uncle Ben. Because, you know, there was no angry, you know, wrestling match. You know, so. Superior Spider-Man still can't clone himself to delegate. He could, but then he'd still be having one of his clones raise someone. He can't do that. Yeah. And he only keeps one clone at a time actually going, so his consciousness transfers. Because right, right. if there's more than one, it gets weird. He's like the Sith. There's him and an apprentice. The the, the, the apprentice is the clone that's the apprentice in the stays in the tube. Yeah, he's the the clone that's in the ready. When the master dies, the apprentice is activated and then make, makes a new apprentice. Right, that's and then works. the memories download into it, but right before he pops out. Right, like um, it's, he I, he renews the memory like probably every day or something. Yeah. So, she's basically gonna take these six kids and raise them with her uncle Ben, with her husband and their support system, and they're like, I can't think of a better better. A better family, because you know all of these. You're surrounded by a million Peter Parkers, and there's all an Aunt May, Aunt May who's yeah. super powered and vigorous enough to handle it. They're like, that's Aunt May, you know. Uh, and that pretty much. And then Miles Morales, you know, Peter's like, wow, you got the power of Cosmic. He's like, yeah, did you have that too? He's like, yeah. It's like, it's like, but uh, yeah, I made a lot of mistakes at that. You're doing a million times better than I did. <laughs> so, uh, but eventually he leaves the thing before it leaves him and. Everyone goes back to their lives. Can't keep it forever. Yeah. So it was. So I thought that was a better wrap up than Infinity Wars. There was craziness happening, but all the plot lines led to the big scruff at the end, and you actually cared what happened. And there's a lot of back and forth. Oh, we're winning. Oh, we're losing. Oh, we're winning. Oh, we're losing. Oh, we're winning. And when they came up with the final solution, it wasn't total. Oh, what a twist! You know, it was something. It was a culmination of things you have seen throughout the series. Right. Which was great. That's how you write it. That's better. 
the art was really solid too. I never changed the page. So the art was really solid too. Um, even though they had a lot of different people on it, the art was pretty consistent. This is what the art interior book looks like. This is the scene where uh, he's given Ben Riley to the inheritors. They're like, be gone, false spider. I can't believe you did this to Idaho. Silas, I hear you. And that's the PlayStation 4 Spider-Man. Right. He has a universe now. He's not just PlayStation 4 Spider-Man. He's getting wow. his own comic book series. What? Get out. Not kidding. I don't know why, because it's really just another Peter Parker. Yeah. I don't see what makes him special enough to get his own series, but they're probably going to sell some books from people whose majority experience with Spider-Man is from the PlayStation 4. Got it. Um, yeah. So... I All really, right. really enjoyed this book. I really got nothing bad to say about it. I liked the art. I liked the pacing. I liked the... Oh, no! Oh, look! There's more reinforcement you're here! Oh, you're alive! Yay! And, uh... So I am going to give this one. Gosh, I really did like this ending. Four and a half stars. Ah, four and a half. I really liked it. I liked the craziness of everything being involved, but right. it wasn't so nuts you couldn't follow what was happening. Um, four, stars. Know, four stars. Four stars. <laughs> well, Baldahar knows. Four stars. Oh, oh God, anyway. please, no. 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 He can still no! do the four stars. Okay. Four stars and a half. Universal laws for lackeys. <laughs> Duncan pulls his out, dude. You gotta pull it out. Wait, dude, do you have Duncan's? Yeah. Okay, good. Played it. So, uh, I really enjoyed this four and a half. Did super five star, love it. It was over the. But that is how you do a big finale. That was great. Right. Awesome. Um, hashtag fix Spider Woman. All right. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah, four and a half stars. Great, great, great. What do you think of this? Hope you liked it. Hope you like comic books. If not, you probably didn't like this, and that's fine. Uh, if you have any suggestions for future comics, let me know. And if you think that I'm off in any of my reviews, you can let me know, and, and I'll tell you why you're wrong. Oh. <laughs> uh, as the old song says, we are the buddy bears who always get along. And when we get together, we sing our buddy song. And if you don't agree with us, it's because that you are wrong. We are the buddy bears who always get along. There you go. Alright, so don't miss an episode if you follow us on Twitch. Like, oh, I want to be notified when they're happening. Oh, gosh, that's great. I'm going to subscribe. Because that's an even better way to go. And then you can visit YouTube and subscribe get notifications. Zap, zap, zap. Oh, right in your bell. Heck yeah. Breaking up your monopolies and making the AT&Ts. <laughs> so, for more Garth, you get on YouTube. Take out past segments. Team us with Heathen Dog and others. On Thursday, you should really check out uh, when we play... Our Star Trek Online newbie characters, Elgarian, right. Heathen Dog, and I team up, and we're playing Discovery Error characters from beginning to max level. It's been fun. As yeah. the adventures of Grumpy Old Man, Silly Tilly, and. Old Man McCool. And the Fire Prevention Officer Vulcan. Oh, God. Go throughout the galaxy, saving the world. Also check out my stream Sunday at 9 where we've been playing Star Trek Online recently. Just me, he, and the dog. We run missions with you, the viewers, or Foundry missions when they're up. And Foundry's back up, and we actually had a great mission last week. Oh, God, yes. Oh, man, it's still in the, it's still in the YouTube queue. I didn't I didn't publish it yet. Damn and it. publish that sucker. That was great. I gotta publish that sucker. That was a yeah. good one. Thank you, everyone, for watching. All right. Last. RNG! Hey, the dog, what are we talking about this week's RNG? We are talking about things that we hope 
are actually real. Like the, what I'm what I'm gonna give is something that that Max Liao believes in his heart is a troll. And I believe my heart's real because I believe that individual people are super stupid. Here's, here's my case in point. New petition calls for diversity in comics, AKA Richard C. Myers, social security number to be revoked. That's that's not how that works. I know. It was an actual change.org petition. Oh, we could put the petition for anything. I know, I know. But it happened. Tell me how many signatures you got. I need to know. Hang on, hang on. But it was put in by Lilith Framington. Now, right. I couldn't find anything on her, so eh, that's just some random that, person. That supports uh, Max Liao's idea. It's a troll. But if it's a troll, this person has just done so much to push every button and not have one coherent thought ever that it's hard for me to believe that this person has a plan because trolls have a plan. Usually just mess with people, but it's a plan. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I got a couple quotes here. All right. This is this is quote from both these are quotes from Framington. If the United States government revokes his social security number, he will not be able to have bank accounts or jobs, which is incorrect. We do both know. His SSN could be given to a marginalized person in need, which can't happen. We both know. Like a young Hispanic man or female Uzbeki Muslim heritage, can't happen. We both know. Until our society progresses to have more comprehensive social credit score system. Isn't that what China does? That's what China wants to have happen, yes. The social security number is our best way of controlling who is allowed to participate in daily life. No one is allowed to buy or sell without it. Now, this, since it is completely without fact or thought, you'd think that has to be a troll. No, I don't think so. But a good troll has a little bit of logic in it just to get other people to roll with the punch here. This has absolutely no human thought in this. I just think as someone who's very passionate about something and just isn't overly aware of how things actually work. How anything works. Yes. Yeah. And here's another quote down here. You'll love this one. Since all white people have inherited racism and white privilege. I'm going to let that sink in for a second. All right. They have also inherited the label of Nazis. Uh Uh-uh. Sink that in for a second, too. Politicians have paid lip service to the goal of making whites a minority in America within the next 50 years. Pause. And reflect. But they haven't done enough to take power away from white males. If we can make them undocumented and unemployable, they'll eventually go away. Well, I'd like to say that I've done my part to make uh, whites a minority in America in the next 50 years. And what have you done? I married a non-white person. Okay. <laughs> so my progeny is, you know, half. So Your progeny is, is, is uh, well, I, I believe that that Miss Miss Framington would call them a mongrel race because everything she said here is so fascist. Oh, that'd, be mean. that'd be mean. I mean, I. But no, I know this I, is all I, crazy. Yes, we, is, unless if you don't agree with me, you're evil and you should be killed. Type stuff. Yes, this is all crazy internet lady stuff, right? Right. That's what this is. I mean, she obviously has eighty cats. I wouldn't say that, but I'd say she's crazy. Yeah. And. uh, I had a lot to say about this on the angry show on the angry slow show, 
uh, yes, yesterday. And if he wants to, he could put that up here right now. So you can all click on it on YouTube and find it. Uh, it nice, it's a nice little here. less family friendly than it is here. So I'm not going to say what Doug I said. Doug says this reply failed reverse Turing test. And Paul tells the crazy person or AI generated trolling. Yes. I, <laughs> that I, actually could be AI generated. That's yes, true. it's true. It's true. An, an, an AI would would think a human would be fooled by this. Now, the, oh, he has a lot to say. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, this. It just hurts you when people say stuff like this. Yeah, I mean, this. I, I don't care. No matter what left, side of the spectrum you're on. Just, yes, I was about why to say, would you that, say yes, something like that about someone. I don't care if you're left or right. I don't care if you're. Le- I don't care if you're left. You're right. You're far left. You're far right. You're out of the space left or out of the space right, which this the, this lady is one of those. But. Wanting to make sure that no one has a chance to live their lives in the country of their birth and their family. Your, your goal is to make them and their family starve to death and go away. There is nothing that justifies that. What? Uh, no, no, no. The reason for this, the reason for this is that he says things that she doesn't like about comic books on YouTube. That's a bit of an extreme reaction for someone saying things you don't like about comic books. Yeah. A bit? Well, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. Uh, trying to take away someone's life for that. But, well, it, I would rather that someone go to the internet and make a ridiculous post and a ridiculous uh, change.org yeah. petition than actually decide oh. the only way to solve the problem is to get a, like, get a knife and stab the guy. Yes. Here's the kicker. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The the uh, kicker isn't going to be a knife stabbing anyone. The kicker is change.org turned around and canceled her petition because they, they classified it as bullying. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's actually pretty funny. Yes, it is pretty funny. Now, uh, her response to that, which is a quote I didn't put here, her response to that is, females cannot be bullied in a patriarchy. It's impossible. There's no, 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 no. I, they, I, they no, cannot I've... be bullies. Sorry, no, no, sorry. They, uh, females cannot be bullies. Right. It's impossible in a patriarchy. I've heard similar statements. Yes. Which, as we all, as we both know, is foolish. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense at all when looked at yeah. logically. Yes, but some people can't do that. They they can't look at anything logically. They can only they can only feel things. She feels very strongly. Yeah. She doesn't, but in my opinion, she doesn't think very strongly. I agree. Now, if she is a troll, she's a fantastic troll. Now, the reason being is because I don't think she's a troll, which means she's fantastic. Jude Terror, on the other hand, is a troll. Who's that? He does it on purpose. I know that now. I read a couple of, of his articles, and now I've I've, zone, I've, I've honed in on him. I oh, figured him out. He is a professional troll. I get it. This Fair. woman is either is either completely serious or the best troll ever, because I can't tell. So congratulations, Miss Framington. Lilith Framington. Ms. Framington. I'm not sure what. Yes, is with a Z. Most I really don't know what pronoun you want. Yeah, don't really care. To be honest. Actually, the best story I ever heard about that was there was a university who, at the first day of class, one of the professors, uh, like the, no, the university itself, asked everyone in part of their student onboarding to add, put in what their preferred pronoun was and that mm-hmm. the school would, you know, make sure to use it. Sure. And one guy wrote in, Your Majesty. 
Sure. Good. Hey, if you're asking, I prefer to be called your hey, majesty. That's what I want. That's what I want. Yep. So, hey, uh, PC up. Come yep. On. Yep. Oddly enough, they uh, they kind of suspended the program after that. Oh, you think? Because yeah. they open open themselves to a lawsuit if they don't say, your your majesty, please come here. Or right. your, your your majesty, it's due at, at 3 p.m. You're failing, you're failing French, your majesty. You know, en français. Je non passier en français. Yep. Mon majesty. So, you know, something like or, that. Or, you know, I, I would have put Dark Lord of the Sith, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's the same thing. Yeah, my French sucks, I know. Uh, but yeah, so... That's just sad. Yeah, this is a sad. It, it, even way, even it, when it, it happens like politically on the other side of the spectrum, you know, like oh these people they're immigrant, you know whatever you want to say, it's just ridiculous. I, I ah, it's just sad. It doesn't have coherent thought behind it. Yeah, uh, no, uh, but uh, Duncan Idaho maybe right. I don't think it's a bot. Dunk says troll. I, yeah, I, I think it's a person trying to be an over the top troll, but more of me like 51 percent or more thinks that it's a real stupid person because i've met some really stupid people if it was a twitter feed you could really do a bot twitter feed yes that yes, talks just could. like that yeah. yes you could yes you could that could be entertaining perhaps so i don't have the time but over 51 percent of me thinks that she really in that one foot real estate between her ears she thinks that the sky is purple it's possible i don't know it's just, just sad Yes, it is sad. Either way, it is sad. You know, political discourse is great if everyone could actually discourse politics better. You know, without being able to discuss ideas without getting mad. It's always better to have ideas talked about than fought about. Yes. That is why I think it's very... Like anytime someone says, you shouldn't be allowed to say those things. I always want to say, no, let him say those things. On the street corners, everywhere he wants, so that you could listen to it. And no, and he feels he's getting his message out there. When may, meanwhile, under the light of scrutiny, anyone will know he's full of crap. And anyone who thinks maybe, you know, this guy's got some good ideas, they'll be able to mention it to someone else and say, wow, that's full of crap. Like, you know, that is full of crap. And we don't, only the, it, only the basest of morons will go along with it. Meanwhile, if you tell people you cannot listen to these ideas, the instant you say that, that's when you start... Listen to it, yeah. Well, you start, yeah, if you start listening, you get the equivalence of Gnostic texts, where people are saying, oh, if I'm not allowed to listen to that, there must be truth must behind be it. Exactly. It's kind of like when you're a little kid. My parents won't let me watch that movie. I must, must watch it. Oh, God. Oh, God, the blood. You know, then Please. you're like, oh, what happened? No, yeah. uh, my parents won't let me play Grand Theft Auto V. That must be the best game ever! It is a pretty good pretty game, fun. but yeah, yeah. But the but thing the, is, no, actually, actually, you know, uh, my 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 my. It's how Donkey got into South Park. You see. Yeah, my 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 parents did not uh, censor me with nudity; they censored me with violence. Nope, actually, that didn't come out right. Strange. That didn't come out right. That that could be taken out of context. No, I know what they, you meant. Okay, yeah, they censored but, you uh, from they, violence. They they censored me from violence. They did not censor me from nudity. That actually makes more sense. Yeah, so I, I didn't I didn't see any bloody nonsense until I was a uh, you know early early teens or late tweens. I didn't see any bloody nonsense like that. No, that honestly makes more sense. Really. But I've I've seen I saw lots of boobies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would think that makes more sense because one thing you know is natural people just yeah half people got half people in the world you see in life got boobies but how many people do you see get axe murdered? You know. 
sensitize yourself to the boobies. I don't think I should answer that on a live stream. Um, I'll say none. There you go. That's the way to go. That's the way to go. That's it. Yeah, none. Ah, so fallen RNG, fallen. I, I always think it's best to let the crazy people talk. The internet is a great forum for crazy people to say crazy things, and as always. Do not just believe everything you read on the internet. That's when you get people thinking that vaccines are bad and they are dumb. That's true. So. Anyway, the, the vaccine thing bothers me so much. It really does. It, yes. I, Can, people have a way of uh, just ignoring the word fact. Well, it's like you have... <laughs> Merry Christmas, Duncan. Oh, you got like the CDC saying vaccines are good. Every doc. Almost every doctor in existence saying vaccines are good. Uh, you have history saying vaccines are good. You have religious organizations saying you have everyone saying vaccines are good. Then you read three posts on the internet. Oh my God, vaccine autism! Ah, like yeah. no, that's not that's not that's not factual evidence. There's no evidence based behind that. There's no causality there. None. Well, there's mercury in that. No, it's bonded with other elements, you morons. Salt is made out of two incredibly deadly things. Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, go, go ahead and get some chlorine gas. Breathe it up. Yeah, get some pure sulfur. See what happens with that. It's fine. It's uh, fine. Half of salt. You'll be fine. Don't worry. Always, uh, but anyway, it's always better to talk and to think and to be rational. And they used to teach logic in schools. They don't anymore. I mean, they didn't when I went to school. They, they stopped they, teaching logic in the 80s. No, yeah, they, they teach memorization now. They, they don't teach actual critical thinking. They have changed back how they teach math, though. That mm. crazy new math crap they yeah. were doing, that, they stopped that. Is, yeah. They stopped yeah. that because that was a mess. Yeah. Be- too much that hydrogen monoxide will kill you, too. Exactly, Valdahar. <laughs> exactly. Water kills. But I bet you they could tell you about every episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians or whatever that show's called. So... It is time to go, my friends. This has been fun. A little more uh, politically explosive usually at the end that we have. That's true, yeah. Except for my teacher, they don't teach memorization or logic. You have to, I have to do it on the college level. Yeah, they don't. I went to a really bad high school. My high school is known more for race riots than education. Oh, fair. Um, in my three years at my last high school... Uh, we had at least one drive-by shooting every year, uh, multiple stabbings. It was not a good environment. Yeah. The. Uh, let me guess. Uh, New Mexico or Arizona? Arizona, Phoenix. Arizona. There you go. Arizona. Yep. Nice shows, snow shows, whatever. Yeah. Thanks. Really appreciate Baldahar. Hey, thank you, Baldahar. Appreciate. But it. my school was basically. You had a lot of teachers who actually really cared, though. I kind of felt bad for those who really cared, because you could just see the the light dying in their eyes. But mm. uh. Yeah, Lee had a lot of students there who were only there uh, because it was cheaper than prison. So, all right. But all depends how, I don't know. We're not going to go into that. But just saying, I didn't learn much in high school. I learned in spite of high school in a lot of ways. Uh, I did have some teachers who tried, and God bless them. I'm sorry. I just want to say I'm sorry to all my teachers who tried. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. I had no interest in your class. I'm sorry. All right. Moving on. Let's go full screen. Let's play a little music. Let's play a little soft music. And we're going to talk about... No! Darn you, Garthon's comic pool.
try to interject yourself. Alright, make sure to watch everyone in Twitch schedule. Here is it by person. Oh, look at that. It's beautiful. Let's go look down. Max Leo streams on YouTube. We talked about this. We're talking about it again. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 12 Central, 1900 Central European Time. He has highly opinionated segments. Did you like that segment at the end where Heathen Dog was talking about highly charged stuff? You want that ramped up to 11? Then you need to watch the angry slow show where he goes full bore in controversial opinions that you should not agree with as a rational human being. Half the time. That's actually fair. Yep. Half the time. Half the time he's right on. Uh, you have to determine which half that is. Lots of interesting subjects, lots of interesting talk. Not safe for the faint of heart. Elgari, it is safe for the faint of heart. Elgari streams on Twitch Monday and Tuesday. And every other day, really. So, check him out. He's currently on break, holidays and all that. Uh, 9 a.m. every weekday, share the avatar. In the evenings. Monday, 6.30, Super Games. Tuesday, 6.30, Fantasy Games. Wednesday, 6.30, Any Game. Thursday, Sci-Fi Games. Star Trek Online with Keith and Dog and Garthon. And a Friday Spooky Game. Giveaways almost all the time. On the Soda cool. Street. Yeah. Remember to also check out First Try the Outdoor, rpota.com, the premier site for role-playing, and sodahelp.org, the best help site for Shroud of the Avatar. No doubt. Join us, join the Legion, join us on Discord. Tweet us at Legion Events. Watch on YouTube. Watch live on Twitch. The best way to interact with us on Twitch. A lot of fun. Audio version, SoundCloud, iTunes, we play music. Your support keeps us going. Patreon.com slash Legion Streamlabs.com slash Legion Get our gear, impress your friends, intimidate your enemies. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. Thank you, everyone, so much. We hope you had a good time. We had a good time with you. Holidays are coming. Stay close to those you love. If you can't be close to them, keep them in your heart, my friends, like we do you guys. Thanks a lot. Have a great diurnal.